Everybody and welcome to a special, very special episode 100 of Do Not Worry, folks. Episode 100. Episode 100. We have the whole families here together. We have uh, Nu, we have Nadim, we have Elijah. Everybody's here, folks. You see, we waited hey. one week to deliver this episode, but it was worth it because the whole family is here together to celebrate 100 episodes, two and a half years almost of this nonsense. <laughs> And please don't expect us to do this for another 100 episodes, because I can tell you right now, spoiler alert, we ain't making it to episode 200. Is that okay for me to say? We ain't making it to episode 200. So let's enjoy this milestone while we can. Uh, welcome, folks. Welcome. Please take a second to like the video. Leave a comment. Your engagement for the 100th time uh, is very important to a small and still small channel <laughs> after 100 episodes. <laughs> Y'all have not helped me to make this a bigger channel. <laughs> Thank you. Subscribe to the channel. Become Do Not Warrior. You know, leave them comments. Aslan, fiktir giveaways al-yom. Adua comments and hashtags al-yom. Yalla. Mish, it's fine. It's not a problem. How's everybody doing? Interns, you guys doing good? Yeah, we're fine. Excited for this 100th bonanza? Super excited. That's fun. Folks, we have a lot of topics today. We have a lot of crazy topics. We're celebrating our 100th episode. We're looking back at two and a half years of podcast. We're going to talk about the Joseph Mirab documentary we're going to show you a teaser a teaser that only our patrons have gotten to see but now you all get to see it as well uh, almaza's new commercial has broken the internet have has almaza gone woke folks go woke bro go broke that's what they say on the internet let's we're going to talk about that um Hamad, the dietitian is a douchebag he, he he continues to prove that he's a douchebag uh nino finenos uh famed a lebanese content creator has gotten into a like massive fight he's very injured he's very hurt he shared his story online we're going to talk about that it's very unfortunate and like tragic story that we're going to go over and we got gifts and giveaways from the bros 16 millimeter bar and stirred not shaken you guys can win bottles uh, 16 millimeter is giving away a hundred dollars a uh, hundred dollar gift voucher for one lucky viewer we're, we're going to get to all of that in a little bit folks so uh, stay tuned. But first, let us thank some new patrons who have joined our Patreon family and who are supporting our channel. Eli Harub, a brand new abductee patron. Welcome, Eli. Karen's Cravings, folks. Karen's Cravings, one of our favorite content creators, has joined our Patreon as a blonde patron. Thank you, Karen. That's very sweet. And Jabdallah, superhero patron, brand new superhero patron. Thank you, Jabdallah, for the support. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining. And let me take a second to thank a couple of other amazing patrons like Darkwing Duck, Michelle Aissa. Antoinette Saab, Le Josh, and Yellow Diarrhea. And superhero patrons like Ned, uh, Maroon Bouslaiman, Ryan Nabulsi, and Rami Gharib. We could not do... Oh, and, and got to your patrons, folks, like Jessica and Rifat Fakih and Burgery. The best burgers in Tripoli. We could not keep the show going without our amazing Patreon community for over... Well, it hasn't been 100 episodes, but for like 80 episodes or something, or like 60... Five episodes, you guys have been supporting us. This show could not exist without you. We love you guys, honestly. The only reason we made it to episode 100 is because of you guys. The only f reason I feel any pressure to make episodes is because I'm like, oh shit, I got patrons paying me to do this, so I have to do it. So, I just thank you guys so much. If you guys want to help uh, support us on Patreon, get your names in the Joseph Medaib documentary credits. You got to do it fast, baby. You got to do it fast. So, look at, uh, find our Patreon link and find a tier that's right for you. 
So, well, folks, let's get into the episode. Starting with the we skipped last week. We skipped. I know. I know. Let me just tell you guys why we skipped. Okay. Uh, be patient with us. We skipped. I know Elijah. We <laughs> talked about this on our Patreon. <laughs> Elijah, Elijah. Okay. Imagine celebrating 100 episodes. Without Elijah. Without Elijah. That would be fucking weird, wouldn't it? And like this, the topics were fine. And Okilo was, everything was like, eh. We had just finished filming the... The Medhaib documentary, okay, we had spent three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday with him. Like, I barely had any time to do any prep or find any topics. Like, there was an episode ready, but it felt like, a, you know, episode 95 and 87. Like, a very, like, a random... It just didn't feel like episode 100. Nadim and Noor were here in the house. Why are you yawning, Noor? Are you bored? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. They were here. She's heard me say this a hundred times. So Nadim and Noor were here. We were ready to film. We started rolling the cameras. Then I was just like, this just doesn't feel right. We don't need to force an episode. So we shot a little Patreon clip. We talked about the Medib documentary. We showed them the teaser. I just didn't want to force it, guys. Okay, we don't want to... We're at episode 100 at this point. I don't feel like I have anything to prove to you guys anymore. And I wasn't just going to put out an episode to put out an episode. And you only get one shot at an episode 100. So I just want... This isn't going to be any spectacular thing. It's just going to be... Fine and good old fun, okay? I just wanted it to be a good episode, not a shitty, super mediocre episode. And I think, I think we're going to manage to do that. By the way, if you guys notice, all the piñatas behind me, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. We got some brand new artwork from Noel. This brand new ass that she's made for us. And if we turn it around later, you'll see she, she very kindly put some hair in the front as a custom gift for us. We got another big BBC right here and our good friend. Kaki Balboa, who was named by one of the viewers. Hello, we'll go over the. It's got to be. It's a, it's a very messy uh, looking uh, you know, scene right here. But, anyways, so, anyways, I just wanted to explain why we skipped. Okay, not gonna lie, it felt pretty good skipping. You know, like, I've been doing this for two and a half years every week. You're welcome. Non stop. Every year, man. Hello, we'll talk about that in a bit. But, anyways. Also, last week, folks, my Leopold, you guys have been. He's been getting sick a lot, you know what I'm saying? Leopold, the uh, smalla, something's always wrong with him. Well, last week, I mean, on Sunday, folks, <laughs> he started puking his guts out all day. I tried to give him some nausea medication like it normally does when he does that. He just puked out like liquid. He kept puking the whole day. He puked like 10, 11 times. It was a Sunday. I couldn't get a hold of any vet. Ashi, I was able to call like one of the vets. He's like, give him Nexium, which is like, you give that to old men for like hara and shit. <laughs> My cat's on fucking Nexium now, bro. So I gave him some Nexium, didn't help. Next day, took him to, to my vet. I'm in there four shots. And he had to get, he had to get muscle, folks. He got to get an IV. Look at him sitting there. Yeah, he looks sweet in this picture. He's a devil. The vets literally told me he's the fourth most like evil cat that they've ever seen. Like, he's, like, he's in the top five. They're like, he's the fourth most aggressive. They didn't say evil. They, they like him. So they're like, he's, I'm like, how does he rank as like aggressiveness? They're like, he's, he's definitely top five. He's the fourth. I'm curious to see what the other three are like, man, because he's fucking crazy at the vet. So it was a nightmare. He, we kept moving, so the thing kept getting out. But so he got like about a third of this. He got some nice electrolytes from it. Aminelo Eko had to take him to another place. Aminelo Eko Graffi. They put all the gel on his stomach and they were like holding him. We're like holding him down. He's like, wants to murder someone. We're rubbing the thing on his belly. Turns out he has like pancreatitis, I think. Like his pancreas was inflamed. His intestines were like jemdine at one part. Like... There wasn't proper movement, and he had a fever, so they're like, this is probably all from pancreatitis. We gave him some IV. Fucking patient over here, man. This guy loves being a patient. We just finished with his food thing. It took me a month and a half to get him on a new food diet. Then the, 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 the vet was like, by the way, this whole thing might make him averse 
to the food that, and it, the whole month you spend getting him used to this new food, he might start hating that food now because he might start <laughs> associating it with throwing up and, and his sickness. Mishal <laughs> Hal, thankfully, he's eating. We got past it. Uh, okay, I want you to be a normal kitty. Happy's keeping you busy. <laughs> very busy. Smalla, <laughs> yani busy. Got a s- very expensive pet come in. Holy, <laughs> I adopted him for nothing back in the day. But Bellash Amikelli fella, his he's a middle-aged cat. Just this picture of him getting the IV, and it's just so he's so sad looking. But eh, he's not. He's not that. that he looks sweet and, and uh, quiet, honey. But he, he's not. He's a little devil. <laughs> so anyways, Michel Had, he's okay. Thankfully, oh, uh, just. But when I took him to the vet, the, the people that were right before me, Haram man, they were putting down their, their, their cat. Shit. They were killing their cat. And I got to listen to the whole thing. And I listened to that cat's final meows. I heard it all, man. And I saw the people getting out of the room crying. I saw a nurse coming in with a box, an empty box, and then getting out of the room with a filled box. I'm just sitting there with Leopold next to me. I'm like, this motherfucker is oh going to die, God. isn't he? I teared up. I'm not going to lie. When I heard the cat inside, I go like, <laughs> and then the people like fucking crying. Oh, I shit. teared up and I'm looking at my cat. I'm like, this is, I'm like, I wish I came 15 minutes later. You know what I mean? What's I, there? My bad. Well, if he I'm had a disease, uh, he had something that was uncurable <laughs> probably. You had to put him down. Sometimes it's, it's gentler for the animal to put him down so. rather than let them live in agony. That's so sad. I listened to a cat die as my cat was like, I'm like, he might be dying. I don't know. What the fuck? Michel Ha, Leo's fine. Uh, yeah, may, I'm going to ask next time. Are there any uh, <laughs> killings on, on schedule today? <laughs> yeah, what, what's going on? What's happening to little pickles before I bring Leopold? Is pickles going to be put down? Because I can wait. <laughs> I should have waited. Uh, quick update, folks. Best when we talk the piñata behind me, this piñata. We got to talk about the names. We, we got to pick. I asked you guys to help me. Shushu side, honey. Kebala karakos. We got in quickly got to talk about the uh, the pinata that's behind me right here I asked you guys to help me name the pinata last week and we got a lot of good suggestions We're gonna go over them and I'm gonna tell you what I chose. Well, I already spoiled it. His name is Kaki Balboa Well, the boxing it works, but let's go through some of the suggestions Ahmad suggested Dr. Boner Charlie Dickens <laughs> and Anis, Pen- Anis Penis. Anis Penis. Not bad, actually. I'm guessing Anis Tabit wrote this. <laughs> no, this is Ahmad. Uh. Wrote uh, oh, my God. Friend of the show. Not our enemy. He still likes us. What a good man. What a, what a kind man. Penisiada. Uh, Penisiada. Kind of like a mix. Ten points for creativity. A mix between Pinata and he always goes for the, you know, avant-garde humor. Mixed penis and Pinata. Yeah, it's funny. Beautiful, beautiful option. Emilio Karam. Name him Dicky. Dicky, you know, Dicky's the, uh, the classic. M said, name ideas. Harry Sack or Mo Lester. <laughs> Succession reference. Mo Lester. <laughs> Mo Lester. This reminds me of The Simpsons. Uh, Ralph Haddad said, Kaki Balboa. And I think another person also said Kaki Balboa. So Ralph Haddad said Kaki Balboa. Moni222 said, I was going to say Kaki Joe. Kaki Kak is as good, though. And finally, Jack Y said Kaki Balzoa. I think he meant Kaki Balboa. So we got two Kaki Balboa, so Jack Y and Ralph Haddad Mabruk. You don't win anything, but you win the pride of knowing that <laughs> Kaki Balboa is named after your suggestions. Great name. I might get yeah. him like fake boxing gloves, put him, a, give him a little disguise. So he's, he's here for now. So, sorry, Noor. He's uh, not going anywhere. And we have our winners for the 
uh, bros giveaway. I've already reached out to you guys in the comments, so check the comments about last week's episode. Uh, Shadi Murkos, congrats. You won. His comment was me. My little sister are fans of the show. Well, now you can take a little sister to try out bros. Shadi, you still haven't replied. Best Divine, Jirgis, uh, my 99th attempt to win a giveaway. Well, congrats, Divine. You won. Uh, she's already reached out. We got it under control. Divine, congratulations. No, Enjoy your bros. And thank you to the bros for, for, for hooking us up with these uh, free meals. Again, Alam Fubada be the bros. So Good luck. Will you guys be able to get your food? Uh, fingers no, crossed, no, inshallah. And I still haven't been able to go yet. And <laughs> I'm waiting to go, to go back. Best congratulations to our winners. Episode 100, woo! Yeah! Don't, don't put that in the episode. Uh, Mirab, Joseph, you guys ready for a Joseph Mirab teaser, folks? Are you guys ready for a teaser? First, let's talk about our experience, Shway. Contrary to what I said last time, Elijah and Noor were no longer required on the shoot, uh, which is a good thing because they would have complained a lot and I would have literally murdered each and every one of them. Both can, of them. And I have. No I don't have a lot of patience, Anna. I'm not a guy who, uh, you know, I want to get I want in and out. I want to get my shots and I want to leave the location. I said, yeah, I know it was enjoyable. I don't like to take months to shoot my projects or weeks. I'm a days. I'm a days kind of man. If this thing doesn't end in X amount of time, you're going to have a problem. OK, but uh, I think it went great. Joseph Mirab is a such a sweet and good, kind man, such a generous man. His whole family, whether it's his mom, his sister, his brother, his brother's wife. Uh, they all treated us with such such great hospitality, so much kindness. Every lunch, every breakfast, they fed us. They insisted. They took such good care of us. Uh, Joseph is such a nice guy. Anjed, like, these are just disclaimers. That's so cute. Uh, definitely he has his quirks. He's not like any other person you'll ever meet in your life. I'm not trying to say that Joseph is like a normal person, quote unquote. He's a very special and different kind of person. But he's so nice. He's so sweet. All of that is going to come through, hopefully, in the documentary. He's just such a nice guy. It was just a very tiring three days. Yeah, and it, me, Nadim, and Antoine, our audio guy, we just went there, spent three days, did a lot of hiking, <laughs> Joseph in, in the woods, all that sort of thing. Uh, it was a very stressful shooting experience, I would say. Not, it, it was less stressful than I thought. prep, honestly, and I think it's the best way to go into these projects. Like, I have a list of things that I hope to get. But at the end of the day, it's a documentary. You want it to be organic. You want to get you know, a slice of life, you know what I mean? And you can't go too prepared. Um, so I think we managed to get a lot of beautiful shots. The one thing that stresses me out about these documentaries is that you never know, you can't leave the cameras on 24 seven, that's the thing. And I feel like every time we would turn off the cameras, Joseph would say or do something amazing that I'm like, God, I wish we got that on camera. So it was three days of feeling like that. Every time we turn off the camera, he would say or do something, you're like, oh shit, I wish we had that. Even though everything we did record is fantastic, I always get the sense that, oh, it's not enough, or I wish we got this, or I wish we got that. So I'm just glad to be done with these three days, because I don't have to think about the shots that I didn't get, or the, the lines that I missed. Khalas, now we have to start editing. We haven't started yet. Nadim is dabbled, we need to sit down and edit it over the next like month and a half. We're going to take our time with it. No promises of a, for a release date, but no summer 2023. Expect <laughs> summer release. Blockbuster, but I feel that the Vox IMAX. 16 hours of rushes. We have 16 hours of footage. <laughs> so 16 hours of footage uh, are going to have to be waddled down to, to one hour. To one hour, minutes. maybe 40 minutes. You know, ideally, I don't think this isn't going to be like Shada 90 minutes. This is going to be shorter, but more impactful. 
we have a teaser for you guys. Okay, this is a, maybe this should. And I didn't want to. It's a masterpiece, by the way. I didn't want to have a teaser this early because Badna, we were very early. Bad mission, bad sheen, sheen. I'm excited because I haven't seen it. It's well, episode yeah, 100, yeah, yeah. so you guys, uh, you guys get a little treat. Wow. So here is a very, very early look at Joseph Menaib, the documentary, or as I like to call it, Kung Fu Jesus. روحك يا يسوع تقرب من روحي روحك يا يسوع تقرب من روحي قلبك يا يسوع يقرب من قلبي قلبك يا يسوع يقرب من قلبي نورك يا يسوع ينور دربي قربانك يا يسوع يملي حياتي قربانك يا يسوع يملي حياتي صليبك يا يسوع يبارك حياتي صليبك يا يسوع يبارك حياتي حياتك يا يسوع تملي حياتي can I say something? Please. Last week, when Bad Masmata Dalet, I said, Let It's very catchy. It's, it's so incredibly catchy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've been singing this every day since we filmed this documentary. This is gonna become a Christian podcast. I, this is this is a Christian document, bro. I, I ended up making the most Christian movie I think, in the history of movie. This is more of a Christian movie than Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Mel Gibson, eat your heart out, yeah. He's not ready. So I got two. I don't want to spoil. Yeah, these happen in the documentary, but I'm too excited. I want to share these. So I got two gifts from Joseph that I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life. He gave me this uh, kung fu. I don't know what you call them. A gi. Uh, a ja like if it's judo, it's gi. I don't know what this is. A, a kung fu uniform. Just the top. A jacket. I love this thing. I wear it in the documentary for a little bit. And uh, I might frame this, Yan. It's beautiful. I don't think he was expecting to give it to me forever. He was just like, he gave it to me to wear. And uh, he saw how happy it made me. He's like, oh, you want to keep it? I'm like, can I? And he also gave me his very own kung fu book, folks. The legend, Joseph Medaib, has limited copies of his own kung fu book. He gave me a copy which I made him sign for me. And there's also, he gave one to Nadim. There's Ooh. one for Nul. There's one for Elijah. You each get, they're not signed. But you each get your own Joseph Medaib limited edition kung fu book, which is, uh, no, come on. That's fucking come amazing. Come the fuck on, yeah. The prize, talk about a prize possession. I was like, But about the trailer, the shots, the cinematography, what the fuck? This looks so good. Yeah, yeah. We had a couple of references that, uh, yeah, uh, Karate Kid from the 80s, that was a big reference, as you can tell by the eagle stance and all of that. Uh, like oldish kung fu stuff. I just wanted, I wanted to make something that gives Joseph, because he's such a talented guy, who has. He doesn't have a lot of nice footage of him. He has a lot of shitty cell phone footage, <laughs> yeah. old footage. I wanted to do something homage, that he can be proud of. You know what I mean? Like give him something badass that he can actually show off his skills without it looking janky. You know, he's, he's 59 years old. He deserves someone to do something like that for him. And I wanted to be that guy because who else is going to do that? Thank you. So, Thank you. Uh, we had, let's show a couple of uh, little like behind the scenes moments, I guess. I mean, here's a fun photo that you guys don't get to see. 
بس كمان وي توك ام تو دبي ما لكن We were tired. I was like, damn, like, fuck it. Let's just go. Let's see what we can get. And it's a good thing we went. We, we, got, we got the footage we need. Did you see Nadim? Oh, I see Nadim. We took him to, we got some beach footage. Uh, and uh, he, Joseph kept insisting on bringing his towels everywhere we went. He's like, I'm like, no, sure, if you that want. That was such a good, uh, like, impression of his voice. I'm, uh, I'm, خلص, I'm the king of impressions. Uh, so he, he, he took a khadun. Uh, he, uh, we, shoot, we shot this like really badass kung fu scene in front of the ocean he's like I'm like bro it's gonna ruin the whole scene like this is we shot such nice footage like I don't want you just doing this and my, where is it gonna fit so anyways he did it at the end he, he wanted us to shoot a tiktok for him so here's that tiktok He had to, re, to remake his account like four times. <laughs> Every two meters, he made us film this TikTok like to tease the documentary. Literally every 30 minutes, he would reference this TikTok and say how amazing it was. And we'll, without rehearsing this is yeah and this is the worst TikTok ever Love it. Yeah, he looks very proud. Like this last It's shot. such a, when I'm panicking, I'm like, well, I'm, at least, at least even then I had the force out of being like, شهر, شهر don't expect it too early. You know, I'm like not giving people hope. But he, he kept again like, then he sent me this. This made me laugh so much. He sent me this on my phone, uh, like a day, the day after خلصنا تسويد. Boop. بيحكي <laughs> 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 Hey, how lucky are you? 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 Uh, we're adopting him as one of our own. Yani, He's such a sweet guy, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna keep visiting him. Yani. I can't do this and just never see him again. Yani. I'm gonna visit Joseph like once a month moving forward. I don't know. He's we have to. He's like, uh, our, he's like our, one of our grandpas. You know, we, got, yeah. we can't just leave him. You know, we can't just leave him there. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, moving on, folks. We're gonna move on to our first giveaway of the night, folks. I told you guys this is gonna be a party. I'm naming giveaways. Yamin uh, Shmel, the Bros, folks. As we mentioned, we got two winners, two lucky winners. Uh, got to win a free meal at the Bros, and they're taking a loved one. So four of y'all are getting to eat some Bros. This time, we're giving away a hoodie. Remember last time we showed some of their oh, merch. Their merch. Nice. They have some merch. They got t-shirts. Really nice. They got hoodies over at the store. Uh, I reached out to the guys, and they are willing to give away a hoodie, folks. I know summer is coming up. If you really want a t-shirt, ask them. Maybe they can give you a t-shirt. So get that hoodie. You can wear it in the mm. in the winter. The hoodies are so nice. I can't do it. Hoodies. So go for a hoodie. Go gra grab that hoodie, y'all. So. If you guys want a chance to win a hoodie from the bros, which again, what needs to be said about the bros that we haven't said yet? Delicious burgers. They've just relocated. They are at where Sage Parlor used to be. And they're facing, literally facing like Smoking Bun and all those other places. Uh, it's extremely badass. And I fucking love their barbecue chicken sandwich. I'm waiting for it to... They could feel less ashway so I can just go and eat knowing that there's not going to be a wait. But I love the dudes at the bros. It's family owned, family operated. Again, the bros were behind the counter serving people, helping run the restaurant. Their beef and chicken are fresh, never frozen, which is essential. And you can taste it. You can always taste the difference. So if you want a chance to win a hoodie from the bros, just write any comment, okay? Don't just write hashtag bros DNW. You can double she. We love you guys. Happy 100th, you know? Be nice. Hato effort. Ktebo she comment. And next to that comment, ktebo hashtag bros DNW. Hey, can we enter you for the bros giveaway? Alrighty. We have other giveaways coming, Ajayin. So, Dalkun Mana. Hey, can I say, and I'm going to add last week's winners. Okay. I chose the nice comments. So, I know, be nice. Okay, yeah. And I said it was going to be random, but Noor did not go for random comments. She's choosing Azawa. I just kill her. So, uh, again, Noor is going to be choosing all the winners. For whatever you think Noor is going to like, go for it. Well, good luck. Well, thanks again for the bros for sponsoring us, Sanjad. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and we, love, we love teaming up with, with cool young businesses that you know, reflect Surat Lebanon. From what I know, they're going to be opening up in Dubai eventually. And uh, things are going well for the bros, man. They're great. Things are going they well. They deserve it. We love you, the bros. Sanjad, thank you. Sanjad, thank uh, let's keep the show going. Uh, we still we're gonna be smashing some pinatas a little bit later, folks. Okay, there's some surprises in these pinatas, Matan. So I'm now we have a Spider-Man pinata over there. The Manumbayan Hala, he's off cam. Had that secret uh, pinata. Uh, we're moving on, folks. Spider Verse, Spider Verse. You guys know me. Bring, go get that Spider-Man pinata. <laughs> go get that Spider-Man. the next topic. It's relevant, yeah. It's it's relevant. Anaftarfune, folks. I'm a huge. I'm a, it's because it's filled with Dr. Food wafers. <laughs> put it haddak, put it haddak. Huh? Why are you bringing them to me? <laughs> uh, this was a tweet from Anis Dabit, Lebanon's favorite movie critic. He said, bad news for Spider-Man fans in Lebanon. Spider-Verse has been postponed and will not release tomorrow. Yeah, that was supposed to be last week, I think. Uh, make of that what you will. Hala, news has been making it around the, the interwebs. And no, it's been postponed till June 22nd, Spider-Verse. Oh, by the way. I'm a big Spider-Man fan, got the Spider-Man tattoo right here, got my Spider-Man art, got Spider-Man, the 60s collection of cartoons right there, I got that Spider-Man pinata, I am probably the biggest fan, the biggest Spider-Man fan in the name, I even have Spider-Man on our alcohol branding, which if Disney or Marvel found out about, they would not be happy, so... Anyways, this tweet is directly speaking to my heart. And I may or may not have ran into Anis when we were watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And he, he may or may not have told me something like this. I wasn't allowed to speak of it. Or he, he, I, just, I don't want to get Anis in trouble. Okay, allegedly. But I stayed quiet. 
But now it looks. You know, when they say postponed, it usually ends up being banned. Banned. It happened last time with Thor: Love and Thunder. Zekar Thor, Wayne Thor, Muffy Thor. What happened to Thor? Why can't he Thor? So hala rahayanuna zit adar ma Spider Verse tabekhaylish. Is there a gay Spider Man in there? Mam nadif. And he's give you a couple more tweets. What might have happened is maybe they're trying to censor something. Yeah, maybe there's a scene that they're going to try to cut out. Ubinazlo on the twenty second. Maybe they're waiting. You know, Fast X, Little Mermaid. Maybe they think that by releasing it on June 22nd, they can sell a bit more tickets. Honestly, I don't know. I'm gonna be. I'm pessimistic. I think the movie's not gonna come out. Personally. I don't think so. No, I read like somewhere how true it is. Fear a gay Spider-Man. Our lesbian one. Like, there's the, probably the LGBT reference. There's most likely an LGBT reference. But since we're coming, I Fast X with Fio Gal Gadot. Yeah, no Gal Gadot. You watched the hacket, but ban it. They ban her other movies. Ma, ma fi consistency. Yeah, na bilimnein. Like they ban Heida because he's Israeli, but this they don't ban it. This was gay. This isn't gay. They all over the place. Sorry, what were you saying? They ban stuff like I take, oh, I take, it's, it's insane. It's not consistent. Super inconsistent, super inconsistent. So Spider-Man might be banned. Well, no, I'm just upset about it. And again, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse was fantastic when I watched that like five years ago. It was so emotional. Better than all the recent uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. It's so good, I forget the movie, Spider-Verse. I'm level. very excited for Spider-Verse. Everyone is saying it's fantastic. It's getting amazing reviews. It's the number one rated movie out of Letterboxd, all that shit. I just want to see it, but spoilers. And stop banning movies again. Lebanese cinemas are struggling. Stop banning movies. Anna, I will. I'm gonna give you guys an update when I'm waiting on the 22nd. But then after that, Spider Verse. Hey, Anna, even have the Spider Verse comics. Yeah, and I'm a, again, guys. I'm a legit fan. I got the OG Spider Verse comics when they were coming out in the in mid 2010. I bought all of them. I have the whole fucking series and a bunch of the side comics. خلاص يعني. تعرف هذا بس والشغلة عن من العمل من. Go go. بس كنت عم أدي my movie light. لا لازم تصير. حضرو. Okay. ف بس حضروا انا عم بحضر حدا يعني بيجي هيك at some point in my movie there is a mother that hugs her son ماشي انا اكثر شيء بدي اوقات مو هيك قاعد هيك قال له امم في عبطه طلعت شيء قلت له فهمتوا يا بهيم للفين امه امه مش انه يعني حتى الدريسز تبع الدريس ذات شو واز ويرينج كثير طويله ما في شيء انه مبين شو بدها تكجل الصبي شو عم بيصير ام وابنها الشالمشي <تصفيق> 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 I swear it's going to be like Passion of the Christ. Speaking of uh, movies, uh, Little Mermaid has been out. Uh, have any of you guys seen the live action remake of The Little Mermaid? Yes. I not I it, but it was a shitty cam rip. That's not, I'm, I'm not going to give more information how I got it, but you know, I didn't want to tolerate. I know I have a lot of kids in the and I couldn't watch it like this. Let me tell you about my experience. <laughs> Folks, I went and I saw The Little Mermaid in a movie theater. How was it? By myself. Let me just tell you guys. Ever since I got my job recently, like a little over two weeks ago, I know, my prime time to go to the movies is daytime. The cinema is empty. I go, I watch movies alone. No one bothers me. I don't bother anybody. It's nice. It's nice. And I love watching movies. It's kind of how I like doing it. 
caramel. So we don't have to eat. Anyways. Uh, and that's when I go. Hell, now that I have a job, I'm not going to dip out at 2 p.m. and go to the film and go to the movie. Unfortunately. So I have to go with the regulars, with the normies. On Thursday night, Friday night or Saturday. I can't Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because I have either boxing or I'm so weird podcast. So uh, I went on Friday, right after work. At 5 p.m. Oh you know what? It's 5 p.m. I'm going to go Saturday and Sunday when all the kids are up. I'm like, I'm like, it's 5 o'clock. Maybe they're still coming out of school. As I'm going up the escalator, bro, I just heard the kids yeah. yelling, <laughs> Mami, Mami, ne cours pas, tu vas. Attention, Mami. Qu'est-ce que tu veux manger, Jimmy? Tu veux du popcorn? I'm like, oh, fuck, bro. I went to buy the ticket. It's already awkward when you go buy a ticket to an adult movie and you're alone. They're like, Lahalak? <laughs> so this time I was like, Hi, please, with Little Mermaid on Khamsa. She's like, Lahalak? This time she sounded concerned though. Like, uh, <laughs> Mission of concern for me, concerned for the children, which she should be. She's like, uh, I'm like, when? I'm like, where? Pick your seat. I'm like, I have to sit far from all these people. I'm like, there was a row. Can you try that them? So alone. I'm like the honey. She's like, hey, the kid, screen. I'm like, um, so I'm like, how about here? She's like, I don't know if she was doing it to protect me and or to protect the children from me. I think, I think, I think, I think it's both, man. Honestly, you should, someone should have called the cops on me. Like, if you're in the Little Mermaid and you see a 32 year old man, the Little Mermaid, like. I would call the cops on me. That was that was fucking weird. And I instantly regretted it. So I'm like, I'm already here. Like, I want to... Like, I know it's sad. Why did you want to watch Little Mermaid in the theater? Anna, I grew up on those like classic 90s Disney movies. Yeah. So Aladdin, Lion King, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and Little Mermaid. And I have an older sister. Those are on, on rotation, VHS, Anna, Bilbeet, all the fucking time. Those movies were in the background. The theater. We used to have the CD, the Disney soundtrack album. It was like a two-disc set. We were very into Disney, me and my sister. So these movies were, weirdly enough, a seminal part of my childhood. Little Mermaid too. Yeah, I same. knew every song, even like the Les Poissons. Like that, they, they cut that the Poisson song out of the I fucking know, movie, pissed which pissed me off. That's, that was the one song I was looking forward to. The Les, fucking fit when they're chopping Les off. Poissons, uh, Poissons, that was such yeah. a cool, but so it would have been too scary maybe for kids. Anyways, so I'm there in the theater. Normally, you know me. I've, I've told you guys stories. They leave the door open. I'm very picky about my theater experience. I'm in a theater full of children. I'm not allowed to complain. It's not about me. It's about the kids. It's these. It's mostly little girls with their moms. I'm, they're taking literally flash photography. And a girl is like posing, holding her popcorn. Her mom is taking a picture. Well, then, yeah, basically, the whole theater was people with their flashlights on. At every moment, is a hadan if a girl at a seat, Emma, tifta hal flashlight, tuhek bitsir. Mami, tu vas bien? You see, at the whole time the movie was on, there was like six iPhone flashlights shining at the same time. Hey, you know, fucking uh, spotlight show. Hadan atas, mami, tu as soif? But the wheel al flashlight, hey, they want to go to the bathroom, we double flashlight. There was literally seven flashlights, Damon, who kids asking so questions. Funny. The most annoying, and normally, if this was like, let's say, like a movie that I cared about, I would have hit someone. Imagine, I'm in The Little Mermaid. It's a movie for little girls, and I'm yelling at a little girl and her mom, ruining their experience. So I'm like, Anthony, this isn't about you. Just shut the fuck up. I literally, I watched the movie. I learned to listen around the 12 kids yelling around me. I learned to ignore the seven flashlights. <laughs> And I kind of enjoyed the movie and I learned to 
I be, I, beca- I went, I came out of that theater a more patient man. And yeah, I think I think I learned something. It changed I, you. I grew as a human. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Bravo. I was very impressed with myself because again, and I normally I kill people. Was the movie okay? It was super average, and it's literally the Little Mermaid. They just took out the Poisson song. It's a little longer than the cartoon. Eh? Yeah, and I, I, I just, I'm just curious. Super average. Super. My, my, like, I would rate it a seven, I guess, or six. Hatta, like, fish. Yeah, Zed those songs. Yeah, yeah, the new songs. And when she lost her voice, so Hatta again, I'm Ramiun Baras. I didn't, I like this at all. Yeah, she's just like Halle Bailey. Her voice is fantastic. She's so tat. Like, dude, I got goosebumps when she was singing that fucking song, like, part of their world or whatever. Melissa McCarthy as Ursula was great. Melissa McCarthy was good as Ursula, but Halle Bailey is really a star. Like, man, that girl can fucking sing. She got some pops, boy. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Like, anyone complaining, she's she's black. Shut the fuck up. She's fucking beautiful. She Mm. looks like a mermaid, bro. She doesn't look like a real person. Just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad no one called the cops on me. You know, I will never do this again, ever in my life. Which cinema did you go to? Mommy, mommy, tu veux, tu veux un popcorn? Anyways, مش الحال. انت كمان كيف خمسة ونص قلت بكونوا هلا بعدهم بالمدرسة ما تاخد مرة في المدرسة. I was like they هلا خل bro no it's seven o'clock they're definitely all out of school their mom is gonna take them. It's five maybe it's close and ملحقوا they just got home from school. يلا دغري على السينة apparently يا دغري على السينة. You know. It was crazy. Anyways, so, well, it's time to celebrate. Uh, Honet says on the topics, looking back on 100 episodes. But let's do it, folks. Yalla. Ooh, yalla. 100 episodes. Yeah. First of all, Anjad, first of all, into the viewers, thank you Anjad, for watching things. for 100 episodes. Yeah, and I'm shocked. When I started this, I had no idea how long it was going to last. Yeah, and I never would have guessed 100 episodes or two and a half years. Never. I thought this, I would have been done with this. Min zamin. You know, I'm, I'm shocked sometimes that we're still not done. But say, what, what? For some reason. Can't we're complain. Still we're still going. <laughs> so, Anto, what, I, I, like, we're going we're gonna to get into this in detail. But, so, no, Anto, what do you guys, I love your experiences. How okay, to f- first I of all, I know Noor, so I'm officially Mark. You guys joined on episode 35 or 34. 36? 34. 34? Wow. That's crazy. So, 66 episodes. That's Wow. Anjad, it was a wow. journey of ups and downs. We grew like we became a family. When mom and dad bad, yet we have bad at the same Anjad, fucking time. I hate you guys, but Anjad, we hate you too. <laughs> so I'm grateful for this experience, Sargu, with this uh, beautiful uh, Do Not Warriors experience. I didn't script this, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. How, how how has your life changed ever since being on the podcast? We're like micro celebrities now. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. When I go to Beirut, I get recognized more. But so no, how did it change? Uh, you cover my rent. For this change. That's great. That's great. <laughs> you guys, and I, 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 I barely leave the house. For when I do leave the house, I do get recognized. But plus, you guys are much. You guys are younger. You're more social than I am. Plus, you guys are a better reflection of the show's impact. Because Anna, in my mind, it's like no one watches this. Because Mahadan. Like I, I make the show when it started. It started during COVID, so when I never went out, no one was going out. So I never had the impression that people watch the show. I'm always shocked when someone tells me they watch it because I'm like, who even watches this? Anna, I, Anna, like I'm still. Plus, no gets recognized, Doctor. Like, like I go out. You go out the most. Eh, 
every everywhere I go, hatta like at like random house party where like I know two people, business, like they come up to me and they say hi and it's it's fucking amazing. Like uh, that's come cool. in every time someone comes up and says hi and like it makes my whole night. So it, you like it when people walk up to I you? I love it. Like okay, it's so cool. flattering. Uh, it's, it's flattering and humbling, by the way. And um, hey. what she mean? It feels so <laughs> awkward, right? It's so awkward because I don't know what to tell them. And we literally like had it. And I've been lucky. Uh, the the few times I go out, sometimes like on like first dates with people, for some reason, almost every time I'm out on a first date with someone, I get recognized and get asked for a picture, which always helps. By the way, when you're out, out on a date, they're like, "Hey, sorry, I'm like, "Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> Let me take a picture with this fan right here." And I always make the same joke, like, "I paid him to come here." <laughs> I'm yeah, that that has happened to me before. <laughs> I ain't funny, but so no. To all of you guys who come up to me when I'm on a date, thank you. Because you really do make me look so much more like legit. And I'm like, I host this silly podcast on YouTube. They're like, this guy's fucking stupid. But then when someone walks up, just automatically gives you that credibility. Yeah, this so. happened. What the bear? my boss. It's my fake. She watches the show. So basically, I was saying hi to like the owner of the company. Then this guy walks up. He's like, I don't know you. But after the podcast, we took a picture with me. It was like, Latif. In front of your boss? Yes, huh? I was like, you hired the celebrity. That's cool. That's it's always great. That it's happened. Always great. That happened once in front of my my boss too. Like la- like a year and a half ago. Still, we were still early. We were like doing a like a lunch meeting. But I'm sitting by you. But like someone walked up to me in front of me and my whole team. Like, I love your show, man. Thank you. Can we take a picture? It was like it just made me look legit in front of everyone. I'm like, yeah. you see that? It's not just a hobby that podcast. You know, people people watch. But uh, no, I do feel. Yeah, now that we're at 100 episodes, like my body. Sometimes I wonder, like, does anyone still watch this? Like my body. It feels like. Anna, you know? I still get surprised though. Like, I like Anna on Friday. If you had a, your newest edition, and the. But if you had Ariane, if you had a group of people come in, the shirl, who they recognize me, it's our Ramabul Kunkel Kunai. I'm trying to. He works with everyone, <laughs> all the backstabbers. Nadim, Nadim, number one backstabber. Number one. Grand factor, top just real mouth. Nadim, come in. Nadim, come in. My bad. No, enter. My bad. We discuss history of the. I'm sure the history of the show today. Well, how everyone feels about the show. Are you guys still happy to be on the show? Yeah. yeah are you guys kind of getting sick like, of it? Well, um, it was great and fun and exciting. But then we still at the point. I'm a person. Hello, I'm opening up. So let's la point I know what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's me every what day. the fuck but I know uh, it went away I know it's exciting so coming what really well, helps I know I know the people that come up to me You like the fame. I don't you like, like the actually is a is a we were like any more famous I wouldn't have liked it cuz I know this the, the level that that's we're good, at I now guess. is is enough. Oh, yeah, I I do agree like and I, I joke around that we're not like the show isn't that popular enough. I, and I just like, if we get to 10,000 subscribers, honestly, that's all I want. I don't want to be like a majorly famous because already, like, I love it when people walk up to us, walk up to me when I go out. But sometimes, like, sometimes when I'm at a bar, I just want to like chill and not think about the podcast. And I end up, like, someone walks up to me and they end up wanting to talk to me about the podcast for like 20 minutes. I'm just outside. I want to smoke a cigarette. They're like, let's talk about the show for 20 minutes. I'm like, you people are amazing. Anjad, I love you guys. But sometimes when I don't want to think about the show, I have to. So imagine, like, if. 
everyone I was running into like knew me and wanted to talk about the show, I probably would have gone crazy. Yeah, I can handle this level of fame. Even this level of fame, fame. I'm like, I don't want to leave the house. Yalla, if I go there, I'm going to run into people. By the way, if you guys see me, please walk up and say hello. I'm not trying to be, hey, that's I'm just always in my own head. And when I run into someone, I think that happened with... Sometimes I feel like I didn't give them like a good... Sometimes I feel like... Impression. Yeah. Impression. Like I, thought, I, was, I was having lunch with, with someone like a month ago. And then I ran into someone at Divi. Then they walked away. And then for like the next 10 minutes, I was worried that I was weird in my interaction with the fan. And that like I didn't give them a nice enough memory i was like was i weird was i funny did i seem happy did i seem unhappy to meet them the whole time i was like man like did i fuck that up so come in i'm in my own head i'm my own biggest critic every time we make an episode i'm like this is the worst episode ever <laughs> all of the worst documentary ever i have imposter syndrome i constantly feel like i'm not good enough i constantly feel like the the, the show that we do isn't good enough shock that people are watching but the therapy I definitely need therapy. I think maybe my biggest, not struggle, but I'm like, I guess at this point, I'm just going to be real with you guys. Like we've done a hundred episodes. Our average views are like six and a half thousand up to 7,000 sometimes now. Like the show's doing better than ever before, but I'm still like, okay, we've done, is all this effort and all this time worth six to 7,000 views? Sometimes I'm not sure about it, but then I get, you know, the response from you guys and you guys seem to love it. I'll be honest. I think Patreon is the reason the show is still going because I'm kind of stuck in a loop where I can't stop the show. Let me explain for a second. Uh, let's say I want to take a break for a month. Like I'm not sure if I want to keep going with this podcast and I like to take a month and a month and a half off to think about it. If you do that, you can't expect to keep all your patrons. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, well, I'm, I'm here to support you. What are you doing with the money, etc." They might cancel. So let's say in a month and a half or two, I decide, you know what? I have decided I want to continue with this podcast. Well, maybe I've just lost half of my patrons. Now I can't afford to pay my interns, my team that helped make the show possible. So all of a sudden, I can't do the show anymore. So I feel like I have to keep the show going to keep the patrons, to keep the interns, because without the interns, there's no show. Without the show, there's no patrons. It's kind of like a loop where I can't, like we take a month off every year for Christmas. That's it. Because my best to take any more time off because if i take more time off patrons might decide to leave i can't pay the interns i can't pay the interns i can't do the show so it's kind of yeah and muffin on what if in a way and i know that sounds fucked up and it kind of is in some ways <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we skipped last week i'm not gonna lie it was a beautiful week i haven't had a tuesday to myself in two and a half years i haven't had a wednesday to myself in two and a half years because every wednesday I, was, I used to edit now i have to watch the episode and correct it at night so I work on Wednesday, then I know I have to be home at night because I have to correct an episode. So I wouldn't mind getting my life back. You know, this podcast has affected my social life a lot. It's taken three, two to three days away of my week every week. Uh, for two, again, for two and a half years, it's crazy. Yeah, and it, I was telling my boxing coach, I'm like, I've been doing this for every week for two and a half years. He's like, man, I would have gone fucking crazy. It's like every week for two and a half. Like imagine an episode of Squid Game. This isn't Squid Game Center. You know what I mean? A TV show every week this is what we've been doing people sometimes and i don't want to thank us for our hard work but it is i know it seems we're sitting here we're fucking around we're joking and shit but it is a lot of hard work we don't have guests we just write six questions i don't we gotta fucking find topics shit needs to happen no one's been doing shit for like the past three weeks everyone's calm i need more topics folks i need shit to go crazy so no it's hard it is tiring to do the show uh uh I don't know how much longer we can keep doing it, to be honest with you. Like I said at the beginning, I don't expect this to make it to episode 200. 
Who knows? But no, I, I know. Time, time will tell. <laughs> I know. It ain't making it to episode two hundred. But so no, I, uh, I, as long as we're having fun, and I want to keep having. That's the most important thing. You know what I mean? As long as we're having fun, as long as we have something to say. Come okay, in. My fear is, I'm not gonna lie, Yanni. I enjoy being relevant. Yeah. Yanni, I have an opinion mm. right now with this show. This show gives me a platform, and I have a platform where I have an opinion that people care about hearing. You know what I mean? Like when something happens, I like knowing that. People give a shit about my opinion. Uh, losing the show, I'm going to lose that privilege. Well, I know as soon as as soon as I stop this podcast, two, three weeks later, everyone's going to forget this ever existed. Machine like people move on. There's so much content. There's so much entertainment. There's so much media fighting for your attention that it's even it's crazy that we have six, seven thousand people watching us. Keep every in mind, week. I'm pretty sure it's more than usually. Do not worry. They're like a group of friends that watch one video. For example, not necessarily. Then I watch this stuff usually on my own. But regardless, you're right. But no, come in. I don't want to lose. I again, mission like I never leave the house. I, I don't interact with a lot of people. But so I like knowing that my voice matters because in a world like this, come in where there's so much noise and everyone feels like a number and that like you're so insignificant. This show makes me feel significant sometimes. Oh, that's nice. But uh, once and all of us, yeah, we all. Can use this no. platform and losing it, and if I stop the show, I can't just in like two years. Hey, I'm back. No one's gonna care. People change. People's tastes change. Even this format might become outdated in like six months, a year from now. People might be wondering like, why? How the fuck did we watch that show for as long as we did? It's so outdated. It's so repetitive. Whatever. Um, anyways, any 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 last comments from you guys? No. Oh, there's a new. You made a, you a, made a video. You made a montage. Right. I forgot about I that. I forgot I didn't watch it. Fresh reaction. <laughs> Let's add it to Two minutes and 19 seconds. Oh, by the way, by the way, I brought this is the first to celebrate. I didn't want to wear it again. I wore it last week. But here is the first t shirt I ever wore, folks, on this podcast. I wanted just to hang it here. Uh, and I'm wearing the hat. I'm wearing the, the Bernie Sanders hat from episode one. But it's here in, in spirit, folks. <laughs> Can then you wear it to be episode 20? I wore it in episode 20 as well, yeah, I wanted to. But now who cares? I don't want to wear it again. Let's watch this, this montage. Alright, I think we are recording. Uh, hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Do Not Worry. I am your host, Anthony, coming to you from the heart of Beirut, Njaitewe. So innocent. Um, I would really appreciate if you guys could like and subscribe. Uh, liking... This video would help out just because this is a brand new YouTube channel, brand new show. Um, it's going to get buried in the algorithm on YouTube. No one's ever, ever going to find this. Which it did. Um, Howdy, everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of Do Not Worry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 20 of Do Not Worry. Welcome to the Do Not Worry Awards, folks. Welcome to episode 30 of Do Not Worry. Wow. Welcome to episode 34 featuring the interns. Wave hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hey. Episode 40. Uh, joined by new the intern. 50 episodes. Uh, support my beautiful interns, folks. Episode 62. Uh, do not worry. It's the intern's birthdays. The both oh. their birthdays are this week. Oh, your birthdays are coming oh, up, aren't they? Radiant no cat pot. You can put whatever you want in this cat pot. <laughs> a cash bouquet. <laughs> folks, if you're going to give someone cash, might as well Best give them a cash ever. bouquet. What's up? How's it going, interns? It's going fine. No rent to keep you. Look at you sharing a mic. Yeah. A nice mic like presents. <laughs> uh, 
Was I mute? At least funny. I can mute you guys. That was Hey, fun. everybody. Welcome to the Do Not Worry Awards, the second annual Do Not Worry Awards, episode 84 Muffy of Nadim's first episode. Brand new episode of Do Not Worry. I'm glad you could join us. I'm joined by Nadim. How's it going, Nadim? Hey, guys. Well, happy Thursday, folks. Welcome to a brand new episode of Do Not Worry. I'm your host, Anthony, with Nadim and Elijah. Hey, guys. Episode 99 of Do Not Worry. Hi. It's been a while. It's been a, it's, it's a reunion, folks. It's a family the reunion. The OGs are back. On that note, I would like to thank you guys for watching That's the first right. episode of Do Not Worry. Again, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, the I would really love it if you guys subscribe. <laughs> so Hit the yeah, like button, leave a comment. My hot flash of telephone. You guys would like me to discuss. Um, follow me on Instagram and Anthony Sargon. There's also the Do Not Worry podcast page that you can follow on Instagram. All these links are going to be at the bottom. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. It wasn't. It wasn't even the lighting. I really appreciate it. Dad, dad, the lighting was the same. Just the lockdown. The camera settings. Oh, dad, dad, the phases. I was so hopeful. Everyone, you have so many hairstyles. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's. I mean, that's the beauty of being a podcaster, bro. You just uh, don't give a fuck. Anjad, guys, thank you so much. And thank you to the audience, Anjad. Audience. On to the next. <laughs> Beautiful. Shukran, Adam. Folks, it's time for another giveaway. And this time from our favorite bar in all of Lebanon. 16 millimeter bar in Jemeza, folks. Look, I'm not going to read any of the messaging. And I have a list. I have, you know, all the sponsors. I have a whole document ready with fun facts. Mishra Al-Kochi, because I know everything I need to know about 16 millimeter. It's an awesome bar, okay? And they're giving one lucky winner the chance to win a $100 voucher for you to spend any way you like. You want to invite your friends after work and look cool in front of all your coworkers because you're inviting everyone and you're paying for everyone's drinks. Yeah, you can so do it. Cool. You want to take them out for brunch and drop a hundo, get everybody some good puff pastries and some cookies and stuff. You can fucking do it, okay? <laughs> so, uh, how can you win? Well, leave a nice little comment under this video with and the hash. Own it in the comments. Yeah, make who has to be convinced? <laughs> the <laughs> comment, the <laughs> comment, hashtag <laughs> 16 DNW. So, Kteboshi, we love you guys. Best show ever. Hashtag 16 DNW. And maybe if you want to tell us like who you plan on taking with you, and sixteen millimeter are so fucking awesome. Hadi, the owner, our friend, we who, love we lo- who we love, he's such a we nice guy. You, Not only is he giving one of you guys a hundred dollars, he's giving us a hundred dollar voucher to go spend as a family together. So the four of us are invited to sixteen millimeter, and we have a hundo to drop on Hadi and the crew over there. So for us to get whatever we want. So, Best we, so we're gonna be doing that very soon. One more thing, and I'll comment. Somebody on flattering me. I want like genuinely nice comments. Yeah, yeah nothing creepy, guys. It's like creepy automatic disqualification. Muffy, automatic DQ. 16 millimeter folks, they offer brunch every day, and they're open every day except for Sundays. Sometimes they'll open on Sundays, but you just have to double check on their Instagrams. Usually they're closed. They serve brunch and awesome like breakfast food in the morning. And in the afternoon, they have these awesome, uh, and, you know, starting at like 6 p.m., it turns into a bar, the bar that you know and love with all their delicious cocktails and signature drinks and the evening menu with, you know, different sorts of food that you can get. It's really such an awesome bar. There's always like movies playing in the background. It's movie themed. If you're a movie lover like myself, if you're a nerd, you're going to feel right at home. And again, $100 voucher for you to spend and enjoy any way you see fit. So leave a comment in the comment section. Uh, hashtag 16DNW for a chance to get that $100 voucher. And thank you once again to our friends at 16mm in Jemeze. Folks, the best bar in Beirut, particularly in 
the Middle East. In the Middle East, the whole fucking region, folks. It is the best bar. Anjad, we love it. And if you want to try my favorite drink over there, the May Parker. Uh, I think uh, you can't go wrong with that drink. What, what's your favorite drink over there? Matuli Red Vodka Red Bull. But like Gin Seven Up. Vodka Ananas. Who would have No, recently I've been drinking Aperol Spritz. Oh, fancy now. Aperol X. Red Vodka Red Bull. Yeah, I mean, I don't drink vodka. What were you, you were <laughs> drinking? It was like a Jack and Coke or something. You were drinking rum and coke. Rum and coke. Tayyib, it's so good. We need to upgrade rum from rum and coke. Bro. We need to. Khalas, you guys are like young. Rum and coke. La al cocktails, whole al. Hey, da. Khalas, Moving on, folks. Thank you to 60 millimeter. We love you guys. We yalla, we're keeping on this this giveaway bonanza episode 100. It's a celebration. Yalla, bad zafir. Bad zafir. I know a wave. Bad zafir. We have enough people to do wave, yeah. Yeah, belish. Yeah. Shuana. Nadim, <laughs> before you do the wave, Nadim, we got to talk about the music video you've uh. just been in. So it's time to uh, point fingers and laugh a little bit, okay? This is so funny. This is my wife. Yeah, if you ever want to give us a disclaimer because we're not here to make fun of the artist. Please talk about the artist who about made me? the music video. And then talk about yeah. your music video. I said, yeah. Okay, that's what. I wish you all the Kilala Mishtala music videos. Uh, music video are amazing from the singer to the director of photography the director i'm sure we're not here to make fun of yeah. anyone I, or the music video or the song the song it's me the song <laughs> is performed by sara mansoud who i follow on instagram yeah sara i love you so I've much i've never met her she seems like such a nice person uh we need <laughs> to support local artists she is pursuing her <laughs> passion <laughs> for singing that's <laughs> folks uh nadim was in the music video as yeah. the the romantic interest oh. who, uh, this is awkward as fuck i'm not, i'm sorry nadim we love you i just no, we, no. we have to comment on this all right and i've been in music video before thank the heavens it has been deleted off the <laughs> internet no offense to whoever made that music video uh, i think you're very talented but uh you know i'm glad i'm glad thank you for taking that that down you can say that we're gonna mute this just in case for your copyright you know i don't want to be get copyrighted thank Abel, Abel. while i was shooting the music video i have messages شيل واحد كان فاكر فيه هو انت وانت وانت انت عم تحكوا عنه ويو كومنتينغ اون مي اوف كورس از جونا هابن برو يو نو وات سين نو واي يو كان جست يو كان يو كان بيك يور بروجيكتس بعد شغله يو كان بي اوير اوف ذا ستاف بيفور يو سي يس تو ثينجز بعد شغله هكت ابشع فاز لشعراتي مع ابشع انه هير ستايل كمان وي هاد تو بي وي غونا واتش ات اون يو ذس ازن ذا فول ميوزك فيديو ذس از ا 30 سكند تيجر ذات واز بوت اون هير انستغرام بيج سو ليتس تشيك ات اوت فيرست تايم اكتنج كمان We got Nadim here. They're looking at each other. He's doing now. Look at those weird ass <laughs> dance moves. Hello, we're gonna go back to those dance moves, Matraf. He's doing the. He's doing <laughs> this. What are you doing, Nadim? I had to. That was, was the, your, that was, was the direction. Who, who was giving you these dance directions? The only reference was coming by my name. <laughs> oh, we got moving for a steamy kiss. Are those your hands touching? Okay, so. This is the end of the clip. I just and I screenshotted this moment, which I think is literally right here. Like, what are you doing, man? What is that looking? <laughs> the at only I'm sorry. Coming by my name. You do something cringy. We gonna call it out here. Elijah's been in commercials. Uh, we've commented on all. Yeah, of I don't mind. Mishterkin shila Elijah mishaim lo mishhakin anu. Now's your turn. It's Explain yourself. No, don't explain yourself. Explain yourself. Were you paid? Were you paid enough to make this face? Saratan. Yes. Well, thank you, that production. Yeah, so you were paid enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> keep, by the way, Elijah, keep this picture up as we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom in, come in sometimes. We have a more full one here. 
بس انه لا ليج ذا اونلي ريفرنس ساتن واز كومينج باي ماي نيم ذا ريفرنس از ذا ريفرنس ماست هاف بين انتوني واتشينج ليتل ميرميد از ذات ذا ريفرنس دي جيف يو The reference they must have given you was a 32 looked like a 32 year old man watching Little Mermaid alone in the movie theater. This is what you're looking like right there. يورني. <laughs> 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 No, he's doing. Look, watch. I didn't remove anything. Oh, okay. Y'all look like you're having a good time at that party. Ah, yeah. That it was. Who's that guy? Is he like? Are you competing with another guy? I guess he's the he's the bigger version of me. I'm in here. I'm the Zekar. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense for the hair and stuff. Look at your hands touching. So romantic. Anyways, if you guys want to see the full music video, you can find that on YouTube. Is there more awkward stuff with you in there? Oh, there's the kiss. Yeah, the Ooh, kiss. I haven't you seen that yet. You did not yeah. get the kiss. I didn't imagine the video. I just thought it was a You already got paid. Stop kissing him. Be careful. Moving on, folks. Ooh, Almaza. So this Almaza commercial, folks, has been breaking the Lebanese the internet. The internet. For going woke. Folks, they showed a gay man. What? A gay bro, dude, he's gay! And I'm tired folks. No, no, this is a gay-friendly show. I got huge cocks behind me. Who's gonna take me seriously? You know what I'm saying? This is a... We are a LGBTQIA plus friendly podcast. Did I mention that? Use all the letters. People are gonna call us woke. People are gonna... Bromance. Whatever, man. All right, we love everybody here, okay? It's a male ass behind them. No, this is a female. <laughs> so let's watch. We're going to watch the Almaza ad on mute because, again, I don't kill a copyright over this. I uh, haven't seen it. But you don't, need, you, know, you don't need to hear it. You can. This is like a standard ad. Okay, you see Lebanese, young Lebanese hey, people doing stuff. She's got scars from the explosion. Hide. Unhide. And now she's smiling. You know, Unarmed. Armed. Unarmed. Unarmed. Uh, again, this standard commercial. This could be a commercial for a. And I got credit card vibes. You know what I mean. This is usually. And I got Pepsi vibes. Hate and hate. And I got credit card, debit card. The new card from Biblos Bank. Be uncomplexed. Be unafraid. What am I young? So afraid, unafraid. Be no sathoda. And okay, look, it's nicely shot. It's a standard. So this is the controversial shot. Labeled, unlabeled. We got a man wearing what seems to be a female clothing. I'm saying man, just assuming the gender. Again, so. I'm so woke, folks. I, I use the correct language. <laughs> Censored, uncensored. We got a woman taking her clothes off by the beach. Well, then someone is pouring a glass of unfiltered. I don't know what an unfiltered beer is, to be honest with you. Miss Enno, unfiltered. Jim, I think strong beer. New campaign by Almaza. Kind of giving us Bud Light vibes. You know, in the States, uh, there was the trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney who did one Insta- sponsored Instagram post for Bud Light who drove... Americans crazy. You had Republicans buying cases of Bud Light, shooting them with their guns. And they boosted sales. We ain't drinking that beer no more. People went yeah, fucking crazy. Hella, the same thing. I'm seeing. I'm Lebanon. I'm Lebanon. So Almaza put out this tweet on Twitter. Uh, they That's put like out. ballsy move from them. Balls, and I'm sure Almaza beer put this out to all Lebanese enduring unacceptable and unjust daily deceptions. Introducing Almaza unfiltered, a beer as brave as you. Oh. Nizlo, nizlo red pill. <laughs> 
the red, red pills, uh, you know, they know what's right. They don't fuck with any woke shit. Here's some of the funniest, cringiest tweets. Rula Shalhoub says, it's a disgraceful and disgusting advertisement. Hashtag boycott Almaza. This shit should stop. Enough. We don't need more decadent society. Anna Hone 100, Lebanese 100. Boycott every brand or institution that works for a woke agenda. Yeah. Hashtag boycott Almazo. Look, hey, the woke agenda be Lebanon. Look, bro, Mamakum Teklo. Again, women don't have like normal rights. Mafishi shu woke. There's a hundred things to, to accomplish before getting to woke stuff, be Lebanon. Hon Anna. Garabed Fakrajian or Garo. Bye bye, Almaza. You were mediocre at best. Who gives a fuck? Anna Proxy 331. All these fucking anonymous accounts. Hey, the Giga Chad Proxy 31. Boycotted for promoting degeneracy and being against God. And people are insane. Hey, Nader, Nader got me. Nader. At Nader MKD94. Disgusting ad showing man dressing as a woman. Yeah. Boycott Almazaleb. Go woke, go broke. This is go woke, bo- go broke is a very popular phrase amongst like Republicans in the States in America. I love it when all this American. <laughs> when this culture war stuff bleeds into the but they try to be like, oh my god, this is so woke, bro. In the States, they complain about woke shit because they don't have real problems to complain about. You know what I mean? You complain about woke stuff when everything else is like fine in your life. You have the basics. The, the, the August 4th blast, the government that has robbed us blind, you had all the money in the bank that's gone. There's a hundred things we, we need to litigate. But uh, a guy was dressed as a woman in a commercial. Holy shit! What? Gays? Obviously, there were some tweets that were in defense of the ad. Let's um, let's see what's up. Come here, a lot of people were like, it's not even a good ad, but no, you're making me defend it. When yeah, tired says, some say it's woke, I don't. Others say it's cringe. The product itself is really, really brave and bold. An unfiltered beer releasing by Lebanese brand to a Lebanese audience is very unorthodox, pun intended. Move, uh, looking forward. Uh, <laughs> that first one is good. She says, types of people pissed by this ad. Conservative Muslims that shouldn't be drinking beer anyway. <laughs> Homophobes, right-wing Christians because when the ta'alid will rizb halib. Virtue signalers who love to portray themselves as victims because they grew up rich and feel guilty for it. I'm not a fan of rainbow capitalism in general. Me neither. But I prefer it over the actually uh, existing alternatives and I enjoy how it drives insane the most terrible people overall. Yada Y says, bold move from Almaza to release this ad. I actually like it. Unfiltered and brought so much attention. Hone Jean Riachi says, this ad grabs attention, generates buzz and creates a significant amount of social media reactions as we can see in comments and quote RTs. While many people don't like it, it translates into more brand visibility and awareness for Almaza. Congrats to the brand and its agency. I don't like this tweet. It's very, uh, like, ask Kissy. It's verified. <laughs> yeah, he, he paid for that verification. Sent from my iPhone. So what do you guys think about this? I think it's kind of all ridiculous. It is. Opinions. Opinion, the ad, in general, it's very like cliche. Ad. Very generic, like very cliche. The message, like the slogan, is about being bold, and it's bold of them to ha- include these representations the pole dancing, the LGBT 
false. Good for them. Again, bad publicity is good publicity. They knew this would go viral, especially for these topics. Fuck. I mean, I, I'm shocked. Like, it's, it's not the first time. Like, Grand Factory, uh, the enemy. So they, they always <laughs> do commercials for their parties where there's a lot, a lot of, like, I don't know, gay people who openly... Binary, non-binary people pass. It's more social media. Yeah, yeah. My question is: this being shown on TV, or is it only social media? I've only seen it on Twitter, to be honest with you. And I think obviously the back. And it's just funny when people freak out over the stuff. I just find it funny. It's so unimportant. You know what I mean? Holy shnu the club, kilona. I remember the show. I saw it. 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 Beirut beer is that good marketing as well. I know. And I find all of this stuff cringe. And when people support causes just to sell a product, that's not good. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know, whatever. It's just funny when other people go, go crazy. It's so woke. Or like, bro. Yeah, but like, I keep they knew they would get hate for it. They still went with it. Hey, I got uh, good for them. I, I appreciate that. I know, good for them. Ooh, look, if this, I really just care about like what gay people think. If gay people think this is cool and this helps a little bit, then hey, you know, cool. Cool. And it's just, uh, cool. I don't really care. You know, it's just funny to see people lose their mind over something like this. And it made a mediocre ad. You know what I mean? Like you put so much more attention on that ad, which is very generic. It's like any other bank ad. Well, there's so much more attention on it than there would have been otherwise. Time to smash some pinatas. Yes. We have uh, we have a weapon selection, folks, for today. We have this Orioles baseball bat. This is actually it's not a full size baseball bat. We have these sticks that have been provided by Noel. Actually, she actually wanted to give me more when we got the ass in Spider Man. So I was like, I don't need them. We have these sticks, which don't seem that satisfying. And I have this pair of beginner boxing gloves that I bought years ago when I wanted to start boxing lessons, but I never did. Uh, look at me all these years later. I'm now a professional boxer. <laughs> We're gonna use these to smash some of these pinatas as well. So we're gonna keep Kaki Balboa is gonna remain uh, alive. We're going to smash the ass, the big black cock, and Spider-Man. Dr. Food, is this the source of your candies? Hold it with pride and show off the front. You asked for this. <laughs> you asked for this ass. Half for half first reveal, baby. I wonder what, what's in the ass. Can't be more Dr. Food wafers, I highly doubt it. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Oh, 
touch the vagina. <laughs> It's shitting! Oh my god! I wish had diner shit in it. It's more more wafers! Oh no! Come on, that's all the us! Yeah, yeah, just get out of the shop, bro. Get out of the shop. Get back to your places, everybody. This is your dish. Get back to your places. That's the thing of this whole fucking mess. Okay, folks. I'm back. We're back to normal. Ah, look. This is like a, she's using like fahs mat. Oh, she like the papers. It's like her children's school exams. I know Sat Junior, huh? Ok, les enfants. Yalla, mami, arrête de courir. Mami, arrête de courir. Tu vas. Fais attention, mami. We're done with the pinatas, folks. Now we got fan oh, new fantasy by Samari, folks. Samari, we have a shimmery. Shwiani shimmery, folks. Yani shiny. La mia. Anna is a shjdi. We have to. We can't do a hundredth episode without celebrating Samari. Here is Shufu. Shufu, my collection is deep. Not Samari. Shufu. Is it shimmery? I can't work with all this mess around me. Let's keep it, Mahdoumi. Man, bain al camera, bro. It's just giving me anxiety. Hone, Anna, more, more stuff. Hone, oh, shimmery collection, actor. Now, how is the difference? You can't get a bit of 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 a bit of
These are ladylike. بروكه <تصفيق> 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 بس <laughs> Like bro. Look at this guy. He's, he's got a hairy fucking beard, Dan. He's got a my it's like my beard, Dan. Okay, eyebrows. That's fine, bro. Why are you waxing up? Is it better? Is it? Is it? Did you get a closer shave? Yeah, I'm Basically, I'm chilling the hair from the root. But ouch. But you can do it on the face. Of course. This reminds me of the 40 year old virgin when he's getting his chest waxed. Because this is way more painful. This is worse. Yeah, he just wants to die. Bro, I've seen Elio Eli doing this to someone. Emma, exactly, we've reacted to this. Yeah. It's like a porcupine, bro. Ouchie. That's very painful. Thanks for showing us that. Guys, Anna. 
Giveaway تاني Give away Give away اليوم هندرز So, so sorry it's episode 100 i'm excited guys anna who took my anna hold so hold the bottles hold the bottles the zekero stirred not shaking folks our ball. cocktail folks what are the ingredients nadim rina yehun fiano gin berry blend cranberry passion fruit that's it it is a delicious fresh gin based fruity sweet cocktail folks you can order it off of stirred not shaking's instagram page every bottle you buy helps support the do not worry podcast we get a little cut Not only that, Nadim Leon picked up, uh, we picked up uh, part of our cut. The uh, first $100 went to Nadim. Mabrook la Nadim. Thanks. Thank everybody. you guys for buying the bottle. Thank you. Okay, for earning Nadim. Not only that, not only that, folks. Our, someone give me a bottle. I had one next to me. We're doing three giveaways. We're going to have two winners. Two winners who are going to get two bottles each of our cocktail. So if you want to win two of our bottles, we're going to pick two winners. Ktebo. <laughs> Hashtag stir do not worry. Hashtag leave us a nice comment that Nuru is going to look at. Hashtag stir do not worry for a chance to win two bottles. We're going to pick two winners and a third winner. You're going to win not two bottles. You're not going to get two bottles. You're going to get. Ooh. He's had to put this somewhere safe. Uh, the third winner is going to get, folks, a whole day free entrance and free drinks. At Sturge's new rooftop bar. Sorry, this is brand new, folks. Brand new. Sturge. 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 Sturge Beirut. Sturge Beirut. Okay, brand new on Instagram. It is located in Beirut, I think, at the Galleria Hotel. According to this still early Instagram page, you're going to get a whole day with your entrance covered. You're going to get free drinks all day uh, at Sturge Beirut. You'll be the third winner. Come in. It's going to be the same uh, hashtag, at Sturge Hashtag stir DNW. Okay, so we're going to pick three winners. Two of y'all are going to get two bottles of this. And one of y'all is going to get a day at Stirred Beirut. Oh, oh, there's a comment. I see all three hashtags. If you try to win everything, comment, you're out. You're out. So pick, pick on jet the thing you want to win the most and comment. There's a lot of But separate comments. But separate comments. <coughs> yeah. And get your family to subscribe, come in. As I love having this power. Ru'a shway with the power. Ru'a shway with the power. With great power comes great responsibility. Get your family to subscribe. Okay? Ketir, ketir. Rahat shayik. Filijit hakam shayik ala ayla. So thank you to Stirred Not Shaken. Order the bottles off their Instagram page. We make more money that way. Sa'aduna. Thank you. Yalla, enjoy. Jiba. Enjoy the gift. Jiba. Jiba. Yalla. Jalib jiba. Uh, okay, moving on to our next topic. We're almost done, folks. We're almost done with this bonanza. Anna Muhammad's a dietitian. Hey, this happened like two weeks ago, so honestly, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Listen, let's talk about it. Muhammad's a dietitian who we used to like on the show. Again, I've given him credit before when he called out the protein cup company. Remember, he called them out for not have, for lying about the Mabari shoe. Then they sued him. They went after him. I was like, nice. You know, this guy's going, um, he's taking the fight to, to the man. Well, even though he was running into a lot of uh, people who were like trolling him, he kind of stood firmly. Then, one, then once, uh, someone we like a lot on the show, Lynn Sanity, was having issues with my wellness coach, Muhammad Hallasar, Ismo, Dr. Diet. Sorry, all, all these dietitians get confusing. 
she was in a drama with my doctor diet aka wellness coach muhammad muhammad the dietitian actually helped her out they did this like campaign to try to get muhammad the dietitian off, uh, off tiktok let me go get the things just to hang them here so a few months ago muhammad the dietitian turned into kind of like a douchebag we started to adopt the whole andrew tate alpha male thing probably to get more followers because maybe like his other content wasn't doing too great at least that's what everyone's saying Usanam Benazid videos and Andrew Tate, he's fat shaming people, being kind of a douche, saying that Andrew Tate is the man, all that sort of thing. Which I found weird because I used to assume he was a nice, kind of like smart dude. Um, so it started. Yeah. So at first I read this by Lynn Sanity. She posted this. She shared his video. Uh, actually, let's watch his video. Let's watch his video first here. So hey, the Nazalo from like two weeks ago. Andrew Tate. You're wrong! قهر النساء ومثل أعلى للرجال اللي عن جد رجال مش شعر ونزهر أزرق. ما بعرف إذا حضرتوا هذا الفيديو لأندرو تيت وان بيدهر من الحبس ومبين عليه كبران وأنا عاد أفكر كيف زلمة بين أربع حيطان قادر يدخم. هي يجنى. حجج وما أدرى يكبره. إذا في شيء بيحكي عنه أندرو تيت اللي هو بالدسيبلين. يعني إنه الإنسان يعمل اللي لازم يعمله مش اللي حابب يعمله. وضروري يقول إنه ما عايزين نقدر تتمرن وفيكم تعملوا كل شيء بالبيت. وأكيد بعتوا هذا الفيديو للي بيكرهوا للي بيحبوا للتوب جي. I find the guy really obnoxious, first of all. So he shared that video. Lynn Sanity shared it, or she wrote that. This guy. Which we're gonna read. She said, "This guy." So this guy in my previous story, like most guys, considers Andrew Tate as a role model for all men. We're talking about a guy who's made a name for himself with controversial remarks, derogatory comments towards women, and questionable ideologies. Let's set the record straight. A role model should embody qualities that inspire positive values, integrity, and respect for others. Andrew Tate falls flat on all accounts. If you think you're a special snowflake for liking Andrew Tate, you really are not. Liking him doesn't make you some sort of avant-garde intellectual. It simply means you've chosen to align yourself with a controversial figure who's made a name for himself with his offensive remarks and aggressive behavior. So spare us the delusion of grandeur, okay? That being said, I know you're taking on the tough love persona, but just stop. Sincerely, you're making no sense and you're harming people more than you're helping them. Bullying people, shaming them, and saying that they're not men because they have colored hair and that they're making excuses for not wanting to train won't make them want to be fit. Don't abuse your title as a trainer to voice your personal opinion. Do better. And she tagged well Muhammad the dietitian. Very well said. And she kind of has, a, I don't know if they're friends or how well she knows Muhammad the dietitian. But so again, they did kind of collaborate and they had like... You know, they, they were beefing against wellness coach Muhammad at the same time. So you know, she tends to know him. There was another comment from Nadine Sami as well, who also was hinting that, like, he's just doing this as a persona because he wasn't getting a lot of views or followers Ebel, with his other content. So he switched to the more Most controversial likely. videos. And apparently he bought a lot of followers. Look, I don't even know if that's true. I don't even care. I just found his videos so douchey because, again, there's a hundred people who can teach you about discipline. It doesn't have to be Andrew Tate. This guy is clearly just pandering to an audience. His views were probably doing shitty. And he noticed that ever since he started talking about Andrew Tate, he started to get a boost in his audience. It's attracting the worst kind of people. Honestly, how are we going to look at some of the comments? Ushufu Adish, they're douchey. And he's kind of a douche in how he responds to people. Like, I'm just going to give you guys examples. So, Hone, we have a comment from Ace365 on his video. Anyone against Andrew Tate is brainwashed by the media. So, very smart comment. 
who's actually a fan of the show and who's reached out to me multiple times, but I think she made a really bad comment here. She says, I think most of the people in the comment section missed the point. He's talking about discipline and whatever you choose to do to achieve your goal. The same way that Tate got buff in a cell and many of us complain we don't have a place to train or time or, or, or. You can dislike a person, but if you find something they say, it's okay to admit it. By the way, many public figures are not likable and have done bad shit, but this guy is so polarizing, I don't know why people argue this much about him. I don't think the comment even made sense. Like, she's going nope. back and forth. None of it makes sense. No offense, uh, Maria. You seem like a very nice person, but you don't have to prop up a rapist and, uh, you know, guy who is accused of sex trafficking to push discipline. Tony Jeffries on YouTube. He's a boxing trainer. I look up to him. He teaches me about discipline. Hasn't raped anyone. That's pretty cool, I'd say. Next, we have Raufa El Kadri. Only top G content creators will have the balls to do such videos regardless of what snowflakes think. Bro, the this language with Abne woke snowflakes to Gruho. Get a life, bro. Edu, pink hair, This guy's good. Adesanya had pink hair and he's the UFC champion. Top G has Bugatti and you have BMW. Buddy, what what? Nice. Buddy, what what? He may, oh, buddy, what what? Good shit. Ignore the hate comments. Keep going this way. Just earn the follower G. Hard work. M. Sarin. Yes, X100. Ibrahim S. Ramal. Only baddies will approve. Hassan Ktesh. Top G talking about the top G. Buff arm. Bro, these people are so like fucking. My body for testosterone is reaching uh, the brain. VVs, that's funny comment. Sad dietitian. Baddo, you're going the way Kamina Muhammad responds, he like doesn't own. Like he, but you're making fun of people with blue hair. You said they're not men. But so when someone tells him, so are you saying that they're not men? He's like, no, no, I didn't say that. That's just how you're interpreting it. But look like his reply. He's man. too much of a pussy to actually stand by what he says. So yeah, so Hone Samara says, so disappointed, toxic masculinity at its best. I used to like your videos, but you can give a decent example at least without promoting a harasser. Muhammad replies, he says, masculinity is essential for survival and this world would be nothing without it. You're, brain, you're brainwashed and it's sad. By the way, this is all coming from a guy who is about that tall. No offense to, to short people. We love our short kings. But when you're going to get on camera and make fun of people's physical abilities, uh, when you're that tall, maybe it's not that great. And like you look like a short Hamid Sinno. How is that the example and the bar for masculinity? I'm not sure. But hey, you do you, my guy. Another comment from CHCH. Disappointing video. Are you seriously promoting a harasser and offending people with blue and pink hair? What is the definition of what is the definition of Anjad Rijil and those who are not Anjad Rijil can't have discipline? What is the message you're trying to convey? Muhammad says, very simple message. First, where where's the proof that he's a harasser? Nice. Oh, very Second, the category dislikes him, which is a fact and not an insult. Third, anyone can have discipline if they want to. These are non-answers, non-replies. Kemene says the second category dislikes him, which is a fact. He, Basically, he's accusing people of things, but then when you ask him, are you actually saying this? No, no, that's not what I said. That's just how you interpret it. Be a man, bro. Man up and own what you say. Stop trying to hide behind these little shitty answers and giving half-assed answers. So hone in and look at the people that you're attracting. So this person says, are you serious that men with colored hair are not men? Look at the comments. Uh, they say, uh, no, they're not. Yes, he's right. Yeah, they're not men and call us homophobics. Hey, Deline Masalha. So I hope you like Muhammad the dietitian. That these are the clients that you're attracting. Very nice people. Bro, Africa, they, like, do you have any how many UFC players that are fucking boss? They have colored hair. Bro, absolutely. So bro, this, this is slightly long, but some, uh, bear with me. This one is a little bit long. Abir leaves a long, thoughtful message. He says, first of all, it's a good page, and I like it. And away from 
from who, from who Andrew Tate is and why we don't like him, you don't have the right to specify and judge other people for their outside looks because I didn't expect from a respected person like you who raises awareness to say such things. And second, every normal mature human will realize that this person is unnatural and insecure. And even if he says facts sometimes, uh, he do this in an aggressive and offensive way. And you can't promote such person just because he says discipline. He's influencing you, but in a bad way. There are so many healthy examples out there you can promote, but don't promote shit, please. I'm saying this from a point of respect and your page and your hard work, and I hope you'll take this into consideration. Wow, very well spoken. Very well, said. well spoken, horrible spelling, but well, spo yeah. well said. <laughs> Muhammad replies, he says, Hello, hello Abid, thank you for your input. No one is judging anyone on their outside Hash, hash slash modified looks, which he was just saying, if you have blue hair, he, just he was just said, if you have blue hair, you're not a man. But again, he's a pussy and he doesn't want to own what he's saying. I'm just stating a fact that those people don't like him. No judgment done. Two, he's not influencing me in a bad way. I'm doing far better financially and mentally ever since. Third, this is my page, so I choose which examples to use. Have a good day. Okay, first of all, again, I just want to say, we, we don't need to talk about Andrew Tate anymore, why he's a bad influence, all the evidence that is out there for the shit that he actually has done, or what Muhammad, the dietitian's intentions actually are. Does he like Andrew Tate really, or is he just pretending to be a red pill to ride the wave and get some views? Do you guys have anything to say about uh, these comments and what he's saying? Machine, no masculinity, clothing, no hair color, all those social constructs, these make no... They, like, man, don't any relation towards masculinity. You can't talk about social constructs. He's going to be like, Abbas, you have blue hair. Muhammad, let me say something that you might understand. You think you have muscles and you're a man. Come to my boxing gym. I know 14-year-old boys that will put you to the fucking ground and make you eat shit. You think these little aesthetic muscles with push-ups, with the dieting that you do makes you a real man? I know people who do fucking combat sports. I know a giant called Big George whose literal thigh is as big as three of you put together. So I don't need a little leprechaun Hamid Sinna running around in Dubai pretending that he's an alpha male because he watches Andrew Tate videos. Bro, you're a little bitch. Literally, come stand next to me. You're going to be this fucking tall. Again, no, no offense to short people. Best like, you, your muscles mean shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, again, I know 12-year-olds who can beat your ass. So stop insulting other people. Stop pretending that انت the fucking masculinity. Come visit my boxing gym. I'm not even threatening you. I'm not, I'm not saying that I can even beat your ass. I just want to see you fight a bunch of 12-year-olds, bro. And then let's have you get online and talk about being a man with people with blue hair. None of that shit fucking matters, but bro. But okay. I'm going to even stand against you, Shwa. Like the boxing, the strength, everything. These don't make you a man. I'm just, me. I'm using his, because lo your his, logic against him, you're know. using woke language for him. He doesn't give a fuck. He's going to make fun of what you're saying. Mm. Come to the boxing gym and let's, let's check muscles out. That's, that's the only way these people fucking that's understand. A, a you know what I'm saying? Works. Well, hey, this is a quick parody that I did. Uh, let's, <laughs> I love this. Let, let's have some fun. يا جماعة أندرو تيت كان بالحبس برومانيا وضل عنده الموتيفيشن والديسيبلين كبير إن ويت أند إن ماسل ماس أنتو واتس يور إكسكيوز يا شراميت أني واز أندرو تيت بليز أنا أيم هيوج فان إذا فيك تعزمني على الكومباوند اللي عندك بس تتعرف عليك ومصل Just say you want to suck his dick. Just say you want to suck Andrew Tate's dick. Stop <laughs> making <laughs> videos. I swear he thinks kill my nazi video and Andrew Tate might see it. I'm like fangirling over a specific buff guy is the most non-masculine thing you can do. Bro, yeah, like no, it's the gayest thing ever. Like I know, like we love gay people, but I, I think the term gay hurts people like Muhammad the dietitian because he's obsessed with Alpha male. Yeah, Bro, that's the gayest shit ever. You look like Hamid Sinno, a gay singer. You're this fucking tall and you're obsessing about Andrew Tate, a big buff man online. So if you're gay, fuck it. Everybody cheer. We fucking love you. We support you, my man.
But if you're not, you really seem like you're fucking gay for Andrew Tate and you want to suck his dick. That's all I'm going to say. Bro, I'm going to jump or I can see a bunch of very, 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 very buff people. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. They were shooting a TikTok and they were flexing. Bro, that was the gayest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It is. In their attempt to be uber masculine, you'd be surprised how gay men can act. You know what I mean? Again, I'm not saying gay in a bad way. but like bad. Yeah, but we no. love gay people, best no. I'm just saying, it seems a little gay. That's all I'm saying, bro. Anyways, you know what, romantic. what bothers me even more than Andrew Tate or boy fans, girls, Women who think yeah. that they have to like him, yeah, 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 yeah. to get on like anti feminist women are so yeah. annoying. Yeah. Be be I that I like and follow on Instagram, they, like, they're sharing Andrew Tate stuff. I'm like, you fucking idiot, man. No offense, you That's know who you are. Disgusting, like, okay, folks. So, we're keeping this is an ex, this is episode 100. You're getting a big uh, Abu Jumbo Bonanza. Uh, moving on, folks, we're moving on to Nino Finianos now. Uh, I actually got to meet Nino for the first time. Me and Elijah and Nadim, did you get to meet him too? No, but the three of us. after, I think. And Elijah and I got to spend a bunch of time with him. Uh, really, really nice dude. Anjed, like Til Haboub. It was very nice. Uh, so today I was shocked to see on social media that uh, he just got into like a massive fight to be Grand Factory and he got injured. I'm going to put up a picture. Elijah, blur out the, the mouth with the bloody parts. But no. Gr- Trigger warning, folks. If you want to see the full picture uncensored, check it out on Instagram on Nino's page. And so he put out this photo right here. That's crazy. So here's the caption. After what happened Saturday night, I decided that I couldn't keep quiet. I'm using my platform to address the violence in our country that goes more often than not unpunished. I will not be silenced by a man that mistreats his girlfriend in that horrible way. I will not be silenced by a man that thinks he has the right to be violent. I had the chance to get out of there like this. Others, unfortunately, don't. I'm here to raise awareness, especially on violence against women. Impunity should not prevail. We are taking the necessary legal proceedings. I have the chance to be surrounded by a great lawyer and loving friends and family. Uh, he released the story of what happened in four parts, and we're going to watch it because it's very important. And uh, this could serve as a lesson for what to do and what not to do in situations like that. Take it as a uh, you know cautionary tale or inspiration, however way you want to. Hello guys, بدي بس خبركم شو صار معي السبت عشية ظاهرين من سهرة كانت سهرة بتعقد كنا كتير مبسوطين يعني ظاهرين من Grand Factory كنا بدنا نعقد بGrand Factory بس ما خسر Grand Factory يعني صار لي صار برا ظاهرين ماشيين على السيارة بنشوف شخص على جنب الطريق عم بيضرب بنت عم بيجعر عليها عم بيمسكها من شعرها وعم بيخضلها راسها بشعرها ويكبها على السيارة بجع على السيارة يعني وعم بجعر عليها يعني اللي صار بالمنت ما لازم يصير بحيلا شخص ولا بنت لازم يندق فيها يعني لو شو ما صار Just a heads up folks the picture that we blurred uh, his teeth are like completely smashed and broken yeah he's missing like three or four teeth in front of his mouth it's a very graphic picture and he got really really uh, badly hurt just as context خفنا عليها نحن شفنا المشهد يعني انا واثنين من اصحابي وخفنا عليها للبنت هو الزلمه علق مع اشخاص هنيك قدرت البنت تزيح عنه وبعدت عنه يعني فلت قررنا نحن نروح نحكيها لنشوف كيف فينا نروقها لنشوف كيف وين فينا نوصلها نساعدها بحياه طريقه قالت لنا انه هي عم تدق لامها وجاي تاخذها قلنا لها اوكي رح ننطر معك نحن ماشيين نحن قعدنا على الارض يعني بس ناطرين معها امها لتحس حالها سيف البنت 
نحن ناطرين معه بيرجع هذا الشخص بسيارته بصف السياره قدامنا بينزل من السياره جانن الزلمه يعني خرفان ما بعرف شو اخذ كوكايين كابتاجون ما بعرف شو اخذ عيونه بيجين ويعني مش عم يطلع قدامه يعني وخرفان عليها بيمسكها من شعراتها اجان بجرها وبكبها بالسياره هو عم بيرجع نحن عم بهالوقت عم نصرخ عليه انه شو عم تعمل ما فيك تعمل هيك فيها وكل هالقصص بيرجع هو بده يطلع بسيارته بيطلع فينا بطريقه يعني انه خلص بده 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 يعنق مشكل الزلمه عم بيصرخ شو عم تطلع بصحبتي ومدري شو هالاخبار وبيهجم على رفيقي اللي كان هونيك معي وفي ما بده يعمل مشكل يعني نحن تعبانين ظاهرين من السهره مبسوطين ما بدنا كنا مشكل ابدا بدنا نروح على البيت يعني بيركض وراه رفيقي بيجرب يركض عنه لما يصير في مشكله بيلحقه رفيقي بيتدركم انه بيتفركش على الطريق ببرم انا لروح صوبه لشيل الزلمه عنه لرفيقي لصاحبي لما يضربوا يعني انا عم ببرم لاروح لعنده بيجي ضربني كذا ضربه ما بعرف اذا بكعب فرد ولا بونيا ولا حديده ولا ما بعرف شو كذا ضربه بيضربني على هون على حد عيني بيكسل لي من خاري وبيكسل لي سنين اللي فوق يعني ثلاث سنين كسل لي هون غير هون يعني هو هلا زبطوا عند دونتيست وبغيب عن الوعي انا وقالوا لي انه هلا في فيديو كمان بيرجع بيستخدم اليوتن هو بيرجع So yeah, again, his his teeth. If you look at the uncensored photo on his Instagram, his yeah. his teeth are messed up, man. Like literally, smashed straight down. I can't imagine how painful that mm. must have been, bro. Crazy shit. And he broke his nose and in thick. اختو. سيارته بكفت سبسو وبكفت جعير وب وبيهددنا بال بيهدد بالقواص يعني. وكان معه شخص تاني يعني لما اجى صف هو السيارة كان معه شخص تاني كمان هذا الشخص من بعد ما انا قمت وعيت وكان كانوا مكسرين سنين وكلني دم بده يجي علي يكفي المشكل يعني تخيلوا ملا عالم انيويز بيفل هو صاحبته بيبقى هيداك بيكفي علينا وبيفل هو وبعده عم بعده عم بيهدد ويسبسب وجانين ايه anyway, انا اخذونا على المستشفى رجعت غبت عن الوعي بالمستشفى واكلت كذا كذا شغله وانكسر من خاري وسناني Here's a photo of the guy I don't know if this is the guy who actually hit him or yeah, the guy who was hitting the woman It's the same guy Can be two guys I hear it's like can be two guys This is one of them Either the guy who was harassing the woman or the guy who hit Nino and I'm not sure because Nino was saying well, there was one guy attacking his friend Nino wanted to go help him then hadan darabu so darabu I think there were two dudes uh, this is one of them at least uh, here's a nice clear photo of him Nino mentioned in his caption he's got a great lawyer helping him working the case so hopefully this guy gets uh, what's coming to him and gets uh, justice yani hope Nino gets justice and this guy ends up behind bars cuz yeah. Odin he was harassing beating the shit out of the woman that was with him whether she's his girlfriend or whatever we don't know and then practically almost killing Nino yani someone could have died by that bro especially if you hit him with bonya or like or a gun or something casarlo snena bro he could have killed him Nino akida got concussed by that uh, the fact that Ghaiban al-Wa'i twice at the very least as far as we know broke his nose this is so fucked up and this really makes you 
Lebanon is a jungle, bro. Anna, for example, I'm learning boxing. Don't think for a second that learning boxing makes me more likely to want to get into fights. Never get into fights, folks. Doesn't matter what martial art you know, because always assume that the person facing you might have a has gun. a knife or has a gun. Only, only start a fight if you know that you can end it with one punch. If you're going to start a fight, punch the person before you get hit and make sure that's going to knock him out. Either hit him in the fucking chin and bring him down or hit him in the fucking chest when they're least. And watch videos. Don't, don't follow my lead. But what I've learned is only start a fight if you know that if you're expecting it to start, but you can have that one moment to strike first and end it. If you're not going to end it, bro, try to avoid fights like the fucking plague because you're in, you're in Lebanon, you're in a jungle. There is no law. No one is going to get the killer after he hits you. And I've almost been shot to be Lebanon years ago, like eight, nine, ten years ago. I was, I was in a car with three of my best friends, Fadi, Nabil, and Noah. I was in the back seat with my other friend. My friend Nabil was driving, and I think Noah was in the front seat or his twin brother. We cut off a guy twice while driving. What about? We cut him off. Then he started following us. He took a gun out of, the, out of his window, shot twice in the air. What My the friend fuck? panicked. So he stopped the car in the middle of a tunnel. The guy's car, Ija, he drifted. He got out of the car, pointing a gun at the four of us. And I was like, Khalas, I'm dead. I remember I ducked for safety and a little fight or flight. My body was like, flight. I ducked like this. I remember in the back seat, we're all like, he, he came up to the door holding the gun. He grabbed my friend who was driving, dragged him out of the car, put the gun like to his face. He's like, he's like, shoot. He's like, shoot for sure. How many Like then he noticed. He looked at us. He saw we're all a bunch of like teenagers, scared shitless. We're like, he's sorry. He's so sorry. Mucking us not wake. We're all like fucking about to fucking shit ourselves. He his eyes came in. He looked coked the fuck up. He realized what was going on. He put his gun down. Then he apologized to us and he invited us to his bar. He's like, come what drink at my fuck? bar for free on me. After what like he, we were, if, if, if he had actually shot, who killed us, no one would have known who killed us. We would have been found dead. This almost happened to Nino. Avoid confrontation. What do you do when you see someone doing something like this to someone? That's the question. Nino, first of all, Nino. Yeah, uh, he, did, he did a very brave move. Very brave, too brave. Yeah, and come in and like notice he got his ass beat and all that shit happened. He didn't even. Yeah, they didn't even step in while the guy was beating up his girlfriend. She just came and sat. Ah, They were just offering like manawiyet. Do you need us to call someone, etc. They didn't even start the fight. They didn't even threaten to fight the other guy. They were just helping her. He just doing that was enough to get the guy so crazy and and his friends so it, there's another video came in and we're not going to play no but true nino i'll be busy them at one point like he's waking up with the guys in the car trying to get away literally you know be with the guy in the car and yeah yeah, yeah. crazy shit, crazy shit. uh so i was thinking about this like what's my opinion if i were to see something like this happen should you get involved? I'm going to say something that might sound unpopular, folks. I think you should not get involved. Because I think if you're getting involved solo and unprepared, you might either get stabbed or get shot, and you might make the situation worse than it was. I think if you see something like this happening, either get your friends, get a group of people, find like six, seven, eight people in your surrounding area, make a group, and then go and like face off against the person. You know what I mean? 
that's when you kind of like have to like assert yourself. Don't don't go there alone. Don't try to because, dude, you might just get stabbed. And I know this it sounds selfish and stupid, but at the end of the day, you kind of have to look out for yourself. And if you're in, if you end up getting stabbed or shot or hurt, not only can you not help the other person, you can't help yourself. No, that's true. I agree. Yeah, it's a best safe uh, best option. Definitely, and it don't just turn the other cheek and keep walking while someone is getting hurt or raped or harassed or whatever the fuck on the side. Best try to interfere safely. Scream for help. Sometimes I know that sounds bad. People don't want to scream. Screaming for help is great. It brings attention. And I say, get a group of people. You know what I mean? If he had, the, if he and his friend Mount Bonia or whatever, that's not gonna do shit in front of ten fucking dudes that are ready to whoop your fucking ass. Best, just be careful. Don't go out looking for fights. Why not? I already don't leave the house and I don't go clubbing and I don't do any of that shit because I don't want to deal with this stuff. So this, this is horrible. When we were talking to Nino, like he was telling us, he, he's like, he's either moving to France very soon. Or we already moved to France. We're so setting up he like moved to his a project. He's working on something very cool over there. Like. I just feel bad because like he was almost out and he was almost done with this country for this to happen right before he like fully leaves and fully makes the move to France. I know it's going to leave such a bad taste in his mouth. The guy was almost out and this country just had to find a way to fucking ruin it for him at the very end. Uh, what do you guys think of this whole disgusting situation? Bro, it's the fucking jungle on Jadman. Okay. Mm. Another thing, like, good luck So, I hope he gets the justice he deserves. Me too, oh, man. Me too. Mad respect to Nino, honestly, what he did. Major. Yeah, like, he, again, like, he, and what he did was already, like, he didn't even try to interfere while the guy was hitting. Like, he, they played it safe. They just they wanted did. to offer help and assistance after all the bad shit went down. And even that, even doing something as simple as asking someone, like, do you need us to drive you somewhere? You know, it's to call someone for you. Even that, the crazy fucking assholes, alpha, the patriarchal system, super fucked up. Um, I don't know what, I really don't know what to say. It's super fucked up. Well, again, if you, I think it is very important for everyone to learn self-defense classes. It will give you that extra confidence, whether it's boxing or, or judo or, or, or jujitsu. doesn't matter. But that, that does not mean that you, it, qualifies like if big george from my gym was there sure he could eat the guy bro he's he's fucking massive so if like if you're a normal person like me you just started to do some martial arts don't try to get into any fights but still against a gun you can do nothing you can do nothing to be safe. you can't bob and weave against, against bullet bullets. shots <laughs> you know what i mean i can't do that and then skip and uh, miss a bullet you know what i mean i'm gonna get fucking shot in the head yeah i'm not gonna share the story but a friend of mine he's fucking macho as fuck he's you're not gonna share the story and okay. in detail oh, okay. listen, what happened was who he's always the guy that's what like that's like the the security of our group he's always like he's very tough macho he almost got shot like a wake-up call yeah, so, yeah, no matter how tough you are, how trained, this ballad, Abadan is safe for fights. I had a gun staring me down in the face, bro. That yeah. was years ago, and I've been very careful ever since then. Sometimes, I'm like, I shouldn't fucking argue with this person, then this could lead to something. And I need to remind myself, you're, this is really a fucking jungle, bro. You could just yeah. literally be walking down the street, minding your own business, and something's gonna, something horrible can happen to you. So try to control it where you can. Avoid confrontation. Sometimes you want to fucking confront someone. You want to fucking tell someone off. You want to slap them. But try to hold it in. Because it could literally, it's not worth your fucking life, man. You know what I mean? Go home. Enjoy the day with your family. Courage, bro. I don't know if I would have done what he did or not the way he did it. Because... Uh, 
I'd be too scared, bro. I'd legit be too scared. So, uh, courage, salam, tak dude. Uh, I'm glad we got to meet him before all this shit went down. Yeah, we got to talk to him. Super nice guy. Ooh, yeah, what can we say? Uh, moving on, folks, to something a little bit more light. Just, just a meshi, very quick one. Our oh. friend Rasan Ayush, who we discovered last that. Excuse me, I held it in. Before we move on, folks, Rasan Ayush, we discovered him a couple weeks ago. Uh, he's enjoying a nice croissant. <laughs> What is he blurring in the background? Anyways, this is a great video. Ah, we watch this. يوم ترويق في كرواسون يبقى أشطا مثل ما انتم شايفين أنا وحدي ما بتقدمني بدي اثنين صحتين هيز ذا كرواسون جاي لا هي جوست سيد هي ديسكرايبز ذا فود ان فيري انتريستنج واي ايوه اثنين كرواسون بقى اشتروك صحتين يا غسان هيدي شو هيدي روزماري صباح الخير نبتة اكليل الجبل او الروزماري هيدي نبتة كتير مفيدة لأي شخص بيعاني من مخزون السكر. Oh my God, شاي. بقطفها بغسلها بحط مي غالية وبنزلها بمي الغالية وهيك بتصير جاهزة للشرب. At least he switched from the other music that was a combination of two songs مع بعضهم. It's the new جزاف مرعب جزاف مرعب. We're gonna move on to our final part, folks. We had a whole section where we wanted to look back at some of our favorites like Naji Zakaria, Teresa Aii, or Teresa Shu. What's her last name? Aii. We're not going to do that. We don't have time. This episode went on too long. Best, we're going to do one more thing. We're going to talk about Apple Vision Pro, folks. Uh, I don't know if you guys are into tech. Let's uh, check out a couple of the photos of App- Apple's new product. Uh, we're not going to watch any videos because I don't want to get claimed. So basically, Apple just announced their own VR slash AR, aug- VR slash AR uh, headset, augmented reality slash virtual reality. It costs $3,500. It is like by far the most expensive VR headset out there on the market. But by far the most impressive. Uh, check this out. Uh, let's talk about it quickly. What do you, did you guys check? Who, who looked at it? I know. Who I know. Saw it? Who, what do you guys think quickly? Honestly, I think it's like still like a version zero. But when they announced the Apple Watch, it was kind of useless. But like, how should I the Apple Watch? But this is like a step forward into a glimpse, a glimpse of what the future will look like, I guess. But it's quite impressive. The price tag... It's Apple. Hey, yes, you expect oh. that. Yeah, oh, uh, but it's like a practicality. You know, the battery lasts two hours. So watching a movie, they like, and they advertise it. You know, you can watch movies on it. Exactly. Right? The battery oh, sucks. Uh, it's heavy as fuck. Mm. It's heavy as fuck. It's VR headsets usually are made of mm. plastic or like light materials. I don't even fucking aluminum hadid or glass. Because that's the difference. That's why it looks good. Yeah, that's why it looks good. But it's heavy. Oh, uh, it's a nice step. It's a nice glimpse. Yeah, I think it's a very black mirror. Uh, I think it's a very major step, I guess, in the tech world. Yeah. yeah. Let me oh. give you guys the correct take. Okay. <laughs> Let daddy give his piece. I agree. I think, honestly, it's very impressive. Yeah. And I've, I've used VR headsets and I've not been impressed by any of them. Most of the time, I've watched like Netflix on a VR headset. It didn't look great. It wasn't like 1080p. I haven't used the best headsets, so I've never been impressed. I've always known VR is the future, but I've always been afraid to get into it because I know once VR gets good, it's over for a normal life. Mm. You're never going to leave your house anymore. You're just going to be like, I see it Inception with the Matrix. We're just going to sit there and 
looking at shit in our VR. You're never going to leave your house or interact with anyone. Why go to fucking Grand Factory and get beaten up by some fucking guy when you can be at home sitting on your couch and travel to fucking Hawaii? Like, so... But I've never seen a product that made me buy into that reality. Yeah, this except for this, yeah. And Apple, well, Damon, Apple always does this. Apple doesn't invent any new technology. They, they just always perfect it. They perfect it. They wait. They wait. They wait until everyone else experiments and does shit. Then they come out with like the best version of that product. Yeah. They've yeah. done it with with phones. They've done it with tablets. They've done it with watches. They've done it with everything. They don't invent anything. They just make the best version of that product and they package it. And they know how to market it. Their marketing And they is know how bomb. to make it appealing. They know, and hella, this thing fucking costs $3,500. Like after they showed Kilshi features, I they made it. the price justifiable. They made, exactly. It. Like, because you can't compare it. Like if you compare it to another VR headset, it looks like shit and it, 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 it performs like shit. Hey, Anna, I want this for the movies. I want this to watch movies when the whole, every, like this, you have, you can have a map. And again, I've seen this in shitty VRs. It doesn't look good. This, it's a 4K fucking resolution in each eye. Your whole room could become a massive cinema and the surroundings can can blend in with what you're watching. If you're watching a Star Wars movie, you can be watching a Star Wars movie in, in a Star space. Wars ship, yeah. Yeah, and it, I'm going to go to the movies and watch Little Mermaid with all these little girls making all this noise. I want to watch Little Mermaid quietly. Like I know the movie well, thing. what sold me was the airport one like When you're on an airplane, yeah, Anna to me, you know the thing that that attracts me to this product is the uh, media consumption side of it. Yeah. Watching TV, watching movies, and playing video games. Hadike, working, you can have 10 tabs open. I just would that. I'm not Tony Stark. I'm not going to fucking build shit and do slideshows. <laughs> I don't care about that. I want to, I want the entertainment fun side of it. This is the immersiveness. Like you said, they're selling this. You want to watch a movie? If the battery lasts two hours, after an hour and a half, I have to go charge it. So in my mind, I'm going to wait like five years. I'm going to wait till the price goes down to like, $2,000, hopefully. And I want the battery to reach four or five hours. Once the battery life is four or five hours on a single charge and it costs like two grand, I'll be able to buy it. This is Gen 1. Let the rich people buy it. Let them be the, the, the guinea pigs. Let them try it. You know what I mean? This product is only going to get better year after year. Definitely. It already looks like it's going to perform great and it already looks like such a good product. I'm very excited for what this is going to be in five years because I'm also terrified. I'm excited because mm -hmm. I know yeah. enter entertainment is going to be so cool. <laughs> Dude, you're not, you're not going to want to leave the house anymore. <laughs> like You're not going to go so out anymore. I know, it's probably for the better. I know it's only lasts for two hours. Yeah, for now. But again, for I, also, now. I also don't like also that it, like, it, it isolates you. Yeah, and when you buy a big TV and you invite your friends over to watch a movie, you're all enjoying it. Right now, it's like you just do it alone. Well, you, and, and you're gonna buy five of them and give each to your family. <laughs> Unless you're rich. So, again, this is a good first step. It looks like such a cool product. Five, ten years from now, once it's more affordable, once it's more people have it, once if a whole family can plug in and watch a movie together at the same time, that could be kind of cool. But for now, it's just scary shit, man. Scary. But yeah. is fun. Uh, looks fun. I I'm excited. Listen, three thirty-five hundred dollars is too expensive. Listen, I'd pay two grand for something. It's like a rich this. person's toy. I'd pay two grand for something like this. Yeah, and I'm excited. Rich people get it. Let us know how it is. <laughs> With all that said, folks, holy shit! This banana. Yeah, and finally, Noel, you can you can uh, hit up your ride. <laughs> I'm so hungry. We can go home. Guys, thank you so much for watching. A quick thank you to our brand new patrons, uh, Eli Hadab, Karen's Cravings, and Jabdallah. We love you guys. Another thank you to. Heather Jabber, Sarah M, Michelle Isa, Karim Ayad, 
Hassan Rida, Malik UX, thank you so much. And our superhero patrons like Rhea D, Daniel Nechle, uh, Melting Around, uh, Ryan Nabutsi, and our Gatier patrons, Jessica Ann, Rifat Fakihan Burgery, the greatest burgers in Tripoli. Uh, if you guys would like to support us on Patreon, please subscribe, like the video, leave, the com uh, leave a comment, you know, engage with us, subscribe to the channel, become a Do Not Warrior. Thank you for being with us for 100 episodes. We hope this has been a fun, a fun show. Uh, hopefully we have a few more episodes left in us. Uh, let's see how far <laughs> we can take this. And as always, folks, for the hundredth time, do not